The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, advertisers, or agencies. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I bet you Joe is giving tickets to him. Presents the Neil Rogers Show. Chris, uh huh? To talk to Neil, dial 5670. I don't know. You think I was listening? In other counties, call toll free 877 785 Neil or pound 560 on your ATT and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management staff or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. It's Friday, you bastard. I don't mean to sound offensive or disrespectful, but if you walk in the control room and see Neil Rogers, it, it appears as though he should have wheels on both sides of his chair, okay? I mean, he's sitting there, like, crouched down. He He's so forceful on the radio, and he's such a little, like, if, if he doesn't have a bodyguard when he leaves the radio station, good luck to him. From MSNBC, let's play hardball. <laughs> Today's the day. All the insults and name calling stops. It's very sad. It's election day 2008. Gotta get out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Obviously, that's not true if you watch my program. Of course, they care who you vote for. Chickens know who I'm supporting. <laughs> All morning long, we're gonna talk to people who just voted to find out if we can see who's gonna be the next president of the United States. Sir, can you tell me who you voted for? Uh, Go ahead. I'm, I can't tell you. I wanna know. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell. Stop. Go ahead. Let me talk. I'm trying. It's a satellite. No, we're standing right next to Go each ahead. other. Go ahead. I'm waiting for it. Go ahead. Did you... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Thank you very much. You can tell the people are all pumped up for the election. Got a lady standing next to me wearing a Sarah Palin button. What the hell's wrong with you? Go ahead. Tell me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why are you wearing a Sarah Palin button? Go ahead. <laughs> You're weak. Get away from me. Push back. I'm eating nothing but sugar all day to make sure I don't lose my high. I'm pumping oatmeal raisin cookies like they were crack. I've already taken two packs of no-dose and down two four-liter bottles of Joe Cola. I can't feel anything. Has no effect on me. Truth be told, I haven't slept since Halloween. I've been playing cards with Al Frank and Alec Baldwin, Bruce Springsteen, and John Cook and Mellencamp. <laughs> I know John doesn't like to use all three names, but I can't remember what to call him, so I just love them all together. <laughs> we have a great time together. Alec Baldwin opens up the hotel window and screams the F-bomb at passing Republicans, and then he sat down and ate a whole rhinoceros. <laughs> My friend Al Franken seems a little depressed and despondent. Doesn't think he's going to win his race for senator in Minnesota. Those are the same people who elected a wrestler governor. Bruce Springsteen let me try his pants with the flag on the ass. I couldn't get one cheek into him. Got to wrap this up. After sitting here talking to you, I can understand why people hate the sound of my voice. It's disturbing. <laughs> I'm Chris Matthews. I'm SMPC. QAM, hello. Hello? Yes. Oh, I got it. Um, I'm calling from Gifford Middle for my seventh grade teacher, Mr. Escobar. What? I'm calling from Gifford Middle for my seventh teacher, Mr. Escobar. Hello? 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 I'm calling from Gifford Middle for my seventh grade teacher, Mr. Escobar. Let me ask you something. What language are you speaking? <laughs> Get out of here, you little punk. QAM, hello. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm calling. Oh, you're there with those little kids? No. 
Right. Then what's all that noise in the back, schmuck? Hello. Wait a second. I'm calling for my teacher. You're what? Calling for my teacher. You're calling for your teacher? Yeah. Who's your teacher? Shut those kids up in the back. Kick them in the ass. We're in the class right now. Yeah, and no, so what no are you calling kidding. the show for? What? Why are you calling here? Chris and Hub? No, she wanted a ticket. What ticket? Do you know who you're talking to? Yeah, little schmuck. I told you it had to do with tickets. Mm -hmm. That freaking Joe Rosen, those GD tickets, man. Oh, if it's not Drew Rosenstein or a freaking, now what's his name? Jerk Jerk Street. It's free tickets. Bunch of little punks in school calling up the station, tying up our lines for free tickets. Anybody want any tickets? Tickets, tickets. How about those Patriots? Twice they made amazing comebacks. Less than a minute to go, last second. Tie up the game and then they blew it in overtime. Defenseless. No, no defense. Your boy Matt Castle looked good, though. He looks good to me, let me tell you. He played a great game. Yeah, 400, 400 yards, yards passing. 400, that's crazy. 400 yards, he was awesome. And then that moron, uh, what, what the hell's his name? He used to play for the Bengals. That jackass that everybody hates like poison. Mm, I don't know. He was doing the color on the game, and he's, oh, well, uh, uh, Randy Moss, uh, you know, sometimes he's very effective, but uh, a lot of times he's not. And then two seconds after that, he makes that astonishing oh, catch to tie the game. Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth, that jackass. Hate God, that do guy. I hate him. Ugh. Every time he opens up his mouth, he sticks four feet in it. With that raspy, that phony, raspy voice. By the way, speaking of phony, that whole thing yesterday about Sirius and the fake Greg Budella was fake. The whole thing was a... A, I would say an elaborate ruse, but that would be quite a compliment. Well, I'm just shocked and dismayed. And the Phantom Informer says, word is, the fake Greg Budell is Sonny Fox. Oh, my God. That's why I played that Sonny Fox thing there at the beginning. Sonny Fox, who evidently doesn't have much going on. I have no line. If that's true. Phantom Informer's back. Boy, it's been a long time since we heard from the Phantom Informer. Let's give away some tickets. QAM ticket line. Hello. Hey, how about the Jets? WQAM, hello. Neil, good morning, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, the other day this guy called up and asked you about the Marlins trade, and you said nobody was interested. I don't think yeah. that's true. Well, you know something? Nobody on this show is interested. We don't care. We don't this care about the Marlins. This is, no, no, this is not a sports talk show. Let me say it again. It's not a sports talk show. Pure and you know it. You know it as well as I do, schmuck. A sports talk show, my ass. Take your Marlins and stick them where the moon don't shine. And that stadium, too, by the way. Going into a depression, and we're going to take taxpayer money and build a stadium for a bunch of millionaires. Brilliant. Anyway, Lawrence sends me uh, the fake this and that. This is the subject of his email. In fact, let me look in the uh, Outlook Express, because I bet you there's nothing in there right now. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Let's see. Nope, no items in this view. Blank. So here's what Lawrence has to say. While at times entertaining, and only at times... It would appear that you're being inundated with emails from one or two sources that re you refer to as the fake this guy or that guy. That's right. Don't take this as telling you how to do your show. I couldn't do what you and George do on the air all the time. But it does seem that other legitimate emails may be getting lost in the shuffle. Akin to what has happened with the callers, the jerks tying up the phone lines so to be relatively, so the relatively infrequent good callers get shut out. Well, you see, here's the difference, Lawrence, before I finish reading your email. There are nine phone lines. And the only reason that those four people get through over and over and over again is because most of the time when we do take calls, they're the only ones calling. The emails, on the other hand, are unlimited. There's no such thing as tying up the email. Lawrence, 
Beside, there are also emails that criticize, insult you, or and George and even Chris. It's readily apparent that these people just want to hear their names or at least their comments over the airwaves. I can only imagine what sort of physical and biological reaction comes over them when that happens. It would seem to me that unlike going screenless with the callers, the emailers are easier to designate as normal or as jerks. Do you understand what that means? Nope. The emailers are easier to designate. See, the reason that those emails from the fake, uh, this one and fake, uh, Greg Bedell and fake Larry King, that those come through in such volume, and quite frankly, I enjoy them. But nevertheless, is that because that's all that comes in on there now. The first couple right. of weeks we did the email thing, it was a novelty. And boy, the emails were pouring in. On my birthday, the emails, I had hundreds of emails. But in terms of people actually having something to say on there, as opposed to sending me attachments or links to articles that I that either already have or don't want any part of, other than that, and the spam, there's not much on there anymore. So thank God we had that whole uh, contrived thing. made for a whole show yesterday. So for Sonny Fox, thanks a lot, Sonny. Oh, I got bacon in my throat. Oh, I hate that. Really? In any event, I still will continue to listen. Keep up the good work. You too, George. I may not always be interested in what you say, and I may not agree with your points of view. I'm no sycophant, although I agree wholeheartedly on both of your takes on religion. My wife calls me godless, and I tend to agree. But you both always make me think, especially about things that may never have occurred to me otherwise. This is Lawrence. Thanks, Lawrence. Thanks, Larry. Word is, according to the Phantom Informer, who's been gone for a long time... The fake Greg Budell is Sonny Fox. Now, there are going to be a few Ojean provocateur Goyam out there saying, Oh, gee, uh, Sirius wanted Neil. We heard it right on the air. Sirius wanted to sign him up. No, Sirius don't have any interest in me, in George, in Flea, in Chris, or this show. So what's with Flea? You're not speaking to us today, or what? No, I am. What's wrong with him? I don't know. He's right here. I'm surly today. Why? Because I'm surrounded by idiots. Not right now. Yeah. The rest of the day. Any, any, anybody we know? Everybody we know. Go down the know. list. <laughs> like Jolly Joe Bell? Sure. <laughs> well, I think the whole world knows that. It's a secret. So Joe is giving away uh, tickets to what? The Dolphin game or what? Yeah, Dolphin Raider game Sunday. Oh, God. Who the hell would want to see that? Dolphins playing another pansy team. Yeah, the Raiders We love the Dolphin. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. That was a phenomenal comeback last night. Twice. And then only to blow it immediately in overtime. Third and 15, they got the Packers backed up. Third and 15, and they can't make the play. That defense blows. But when you're playing without your three most important players, I think they did a credible job. You know, six and four is not bad for a team that's like uh, a skeleton of itself. How about those Keens, huh? I didn't watch any of that. No, I take that back. I did turn it on for about... Ten seconds, and they kept showing all the empty orange seats in Dolphin Stadium. And reminiscing about the Orange Bowl and yada, yada, yada. The Orange Bowl was a toilet, okay? Anybody out there that longs for the days of the Orange Bowl is an idiot. They used to have a hemorrhoid concession there when you were sitting on the damn brick on the cement. What, you didn't like standing in uh, urine while you're urinating? The Orange Bowl was a toilet. Didn't have enough toilets, but it was a toilet. In fact, you could have just peed right at your seat. It would have been appropriate because it was a toilet. Should have been the toilet bowl. Oh, you're wrong, Neil. All those great games. And then they got Jim Kelly on there for crying out loud. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. I turned it on for about two minutes, see what the score was, and there's old toad Jim Kelly. God. Fat-faced. It looked like somebody stuck a bicycle pump in his neck. Let's see. Happy Friday, Neil. Here's a couple emails. And they're not from the fake anybody, although they may be fake. In fact, all the emails can be fake. And what difference does it make? It's a radio show. 
How about those Patriots, it says? Uh, I said Wednesday I thought Matt Castle might struggle against the Jets' defense. Man, was I wrong. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Anyhow, hope you have an outstanding weekend. Absolutely love your show. And when George steps in, I mean, I turn it up even louder. Whatever that means. Says Sam. Could you please play that stinky Joyce won't let us play farts anymore and have George (laughs) lay that scream sound over the chorus? Oh. No. Oh. Bill Stedman to Magic 102.7 is PD. Miami's Magic taps Bill Stedman. I never heard of him. The Phyllis Vacant Programming Post replacing the unctuous Bob Hamilton, whose taste was in his tuchus. Stedman left Greater Magic, uh, Greater Media's WCSX FM Detroit as op manager after five years in February. Before joining Classic Rocker in March 2003, he served as PD of Crosstown Oldies WOMC FM. He's also had programming stints at KEZR FM San Jose. Bill Stedman. Never heard of him. And who the hell cares when you come right down to it? You care? Biggest names. About what? Magic. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio. Now that Ricky's gone, we don't care. The Sports Leader. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express permission of the Broadcast Group Incorporated. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. down 165 points. What was that the miracle that happened yesterday when it went mm-hmm. up 500 points after it was down 300? Uh, it was uh, down before it was up. They were against it before they were for it and all that other crap. Well, here comes the bunny and there goes your money, all you fools, all you silly people. Oh, no, it's a buying opportunity, Neil. Yeah. 
Buy some GM sounds like a good idea to me. Buy some Ford. Anyway, here's a very good uh, email from Ed, who, generally speaking, has nothing to say. But Ed is right on target. Says, Neil, it sounds like Flea had a lover's quarrel with fat-ass Joe Bell. They must have me confused with Chris. No, they don't have anybody confused with anyone else. You're you're just off your feed today, man. You're just... Show starts, and on the phone is ringing off, though. Can I say, is Joe giving away tickets? No response. Hey, Flea, is Joe giving away tickets today? It was, it was a little loud in here. Why is the that? Music. I don't know. Because Flea. Because Flea's an idiot. <laughs> a twerpy idiot. You're not usual a chic-like self. That's what people want to hear. turn your mic up just a little bit more. Chris yeah, turn it, it up down. so people can hear you. Yeah, don't be copping an attitude with us on this show when you're going to sit in there. For the big bucks they're paying you to do this? My bad. Yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> for his volunteer work. And to go back to, uh, what's his name, Lefty uh, Herkowitz, whatever the guy's name was before about the uh, emails. Oh, there are a couple on there. Here's the fake Larry King. See, I enjoy these. I don't know what the hell's wrong with these. They're funny. Maybe Lefty uh, Schmeckowitz don't have a sense of humor. I don't know. This is from the fake Larry King. I enjoyed yesterday's show, even though the fake Budell was probably full of crap. Yes. Did Howard's people really call? No. It would be a good, oh no. It would be a good move for you in my humble opinion. Would you say you have just as many people listening on the internet as listening on radio? No. By the way, did we ever get the archive? I don't, I don't, I mean, I might as well bring it up myself. Did we ever Please. get that straightened out or not? Not. No? Not that I know. I'm still getting the emails. You are. We are. No, I'm not. I didn't get any more. Well, I was this morning. They're still screwed up. Oh. You should consider doing the Battle of the Talk Shows with Steve Kane. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. I remember the ones you did at WYNZ. Do you remember coming out on my show on KAT years ago? I tried to talk Ralph Redneck into doing the same. Much love, Larry. I didn't come out on your show, Larry. I came out on my own show. But we did. I was on Larry's show, though, on IOD. It wasn't on KAT. It was on IOD, fake Larry. At least get the station right, you faker. Hank was on that show, and Sig Shy, and a bunch of other degenerate gamblers. Phil Saltzman. Well, thanks, Fake Leary. And here's one more. Hyman Roth says, no messing with Neil. How about them Canes? They're now 7-3. and three. Who cares? Canes will this, Canes will that. Oh, give me a break. Hanley Ramirez wins the 2008 Silver Slugger Award. What is this crap? God. P.S. George Rodriguez rules. Oh, it's one of your people. Oh, something thanks. about Cuban sandwiches and butt and something like that. Oh, both good things. Hey, Neil, is this possible? Can your mother be your sister? Says Anthony which I have no idea what he's talking about or what's in reference to, and there's nothing attached to it, and other, there's nothing like that. Can your mother be your sister? Maybe he's talking about that guy who's having another baby. I have no idea what that means. 879 votes on the poll. I hate this poll. We're going to get the new one on there really soon. When we get to 900. Flea is not speaking to us today. He's got, uh, he's got issues. He will. Always. Let me give him, give him this pill. Yeah, give him a big fat one. Wheat. A big round one. It's actually kind tell of him not to stand up too fast. It might fall out of his... Wreck him. God. What a sour puss. You can't, you can't come on radio with an attitude, okay? You do every day. <laughs> no, I do not. I absolutely do not. This is a radio show, okay? This is me. 
I don't come on here all pissed off and bent out of shape. I come on here like a happy guy. Hey, everybody, like that. <laughs> the board op isn't supposed to have the... It's okay if the host has got a surly attitude. That generates some response sometime. Not in this town, but used to. But when the board op has got a freaking attitude, you're getting worse than Fat Chris. Boy, we sure miss him, don't we? Uh, that was down 167. I mean, it was a civilized question. Is Joe giving away tickets? That would explain why those lines were ringing. All those punk kids, I'm calling for the teacher. I'm calling for the teacher. What the hell's the teacher doing listening to the radio for crying out loud? Teach the kids some uh, crap, okay? And quit using the radio as a teaching tool. What are you going to learn on the Joe Rose Show, okay? Maybe they're going to learn to sing that jingle. You feel like you bought from the factory. I can hear all the kids in town singing that song all weekend long. Can you hear it? From all the, the factory. 881 votes on this poll. Looking back, what was the most mindless, stupid-ass waste of time you ever did or learned in school? Probably calling up a radio station. If your teacher's got you calling a radio station for free tickets, and they're all giggling like a bunch of little punks. Those were probably like uh, high school kids. They all sounded like uh, kindergartners, didn't they? Giggling. Giggling is for little girls, okay? No, they were. What? Little girls? Yeah, little Mo's. School prayer time, 145. Total waste of time. Duck and cover drills, 119. Writing, I will not blank, over and over on the blackboard, 101. Achievement test that required filling in circles, 77. Diagramming sentences, 72. Pledging allegiance to the flag for which it stands, one nation under God. Eisenhower put that in there because he was a moron. Under God, my ass. 69. Memorizing poems, 61. I, went, went, I don't know what that's all about. Did you ever memorize poems? Sure, all the time. I didn't. Dissecting a frog, 59. Serving detention, 49. Study hall, 37. Fire drills, 31. Book reports, 22. Show and tell, 18. Standing in the corner is punishment, 13. And dodgeball, 8. Out of 881 votes on this really marginal, crappy poll. Hey, Charlie B., 885. Like I said, when we get to 900, we'll change it. We got a celebrity death. Jody Reynolds is dead. Not Joey Who? Reynolds. Jody Reynolds. 75. He died from liver cancer in Palm Desert. He was 75. The 50s rockabilly singer and songwriter whose one and only top ten hit Endless Sleep was the first of a wave of melodramatic teen tragedy tales. It peaked at number five on Billboard's Hot 158, opened the door for a string of similarly tragic pop hits, including Mark Dinning's Teen Angel, Ray Peterson's Tell Laura I Love Her, Johnny Preston's Running Bear, the Everly Brothers' Ebony Eyes, Dickie Lee's Patches, and the Shangri-La's Leader of the Pack. Ralph Joseph Reynolds was born December 3, 1932. Was inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Rockabilly Hall of Fame in 99. Rockabilly. Based on one song, I guess. His family moved to Oklahoma when he was a child. He grew up listening to country and western music, acts such as Bob Wills, Hank Thompson, and Eddie Arnold. He started playing guitar in his early teens and formed a band, The Storms, in the early 50s and then moved to Arizona. When radio stations started playing the raw, energetic music of Elvis Presley, Carl Perkins, and other rising rockabilly acts, Reynolds, like when he heard, started emulating them. He told the Phoenix New Times in 2001 that he wrote Endless Sleep in 1956 right after listening to Elvis Presley's Heartbreak Hotel five times in a row on a jukebox. He loved the desolate quality of the story, and Presley's vocal came up with an even darker tale about a boy in search of a girlfriend after they have a fight. You don't have endless sleep? I don't. I mean, well, I, I do have endless still, sleep, but I don't have the She's sleep. still dead. And now Jody Reynolds is dead. Liver cancer. You know what that sounds like? QAM. This.
Sports leader. It puts the lotion in the basket. And now, the sound of Joe Lieberman. The morning after the election. Yeah, I thought we'd go to the calls because they're so good. Because there's nothing in the emails, a couple of them, but not too much worthwhile. So for Lawrence out there who's so concerned about the fact people can't get through on the email, I mean, what 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 kind of a comment is that? The fake Greg Budell and the fake Larry King are are tying up the email so nobody else can get through where they're dominating. There's nothing else on there. Don't you get it? Don't you get it, Larry? Just like the phone, there's nothing on there. These people have nothing to say. Now the election is over, unless they can send me a bunch of stupid articles about Sarah Palin and crap that uh, nobody cares about anymore. They have nothing to say. It's been that way for years and years. And and you know something? I still keep showing up here every day like a real trooper because they give me a big, fat paycheck twice a month, just like George, man. Oh, yeah. He's getting a big, fat one, not a paycheck. Right. Oh, yes. Here, here's a suggestion from Jackson. He says, Flea needs to stay on the Joe Rose Show. You're on the Joe Rose Show? Uh, yeah, I was yesterday. You were? Yes. For what? Uh, that was like a stunt guy. They sent me down to the hotel to wake up the hockey players. What? <laughs> he sent me down to the Shula Hotel to uh, use a turkey call to wake up the Vatek players yesterday. I think I'm finished. No, no. I think I've heard it all. You've got to be kidding me. I kid you not. Whose idea was that? I'm um, not sure. Joe's, maybe? Was that Drew Rosenstein? Oh, God, I hate that guy. The worst media whore in the history of the business. I've never heard somebody say so much, but say so little. No, all, all he does is kiss ass for all of his clients, that's all. And I don't know why Joe keeps asking him about this one and that one. Because well, what does he expect? He's going to criticize any of his clients that he's making $21 million a year siphoning off from their ass? Yep. Drew Rosenhaus, why is he on this radio station? That's what I want to know. I asked Even... the same question. And what do they tell you? Shut up and do promotions. Yeah, there you go. Stay out of programming. It's not your job. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing, buddy? Okay. Uh, real quick poll idea, and I don't know if you guys have ever done this before. Your your best nickname for for an individual like Jimmy Syphilis or the Hurricanes. Have you guys ever done that before? No. Let's do it, man. That's the, that. That's why I love your show. You come up with the best. Okay. Say Jimmy hi to Jimmy Syphilis. Syphilis. All right. Bye. See ya. Hey, Jimmy. You fairy. Wow. Maybe Jimmy Syphilis will elope with your limpers governor. That would be a good match. WQAM. Hello. Good morning, Neil. 
Good morning, sir. Uh, I'm not a fan of Eisenhower's either, but he said a couple things and did something that made. Yeah, well, that's good. So, listen, if you throw enough crap against the wall, some of it sticks. Well, I mean, um, a country without secure borders isn't a country. I think he's right with that. Yeah, well, you know something? He's been dead a long time. I know, and he also uh, saw a need for moving the military around, so they come up with a plan yeah. to build the military. Let me say it again. He's been dead for a very long time. Well, we could use a little bit of that knowledge, though. Yeah. Well, dig him up, dig him up, and see what he's got to say. See if he's got any interest. Any interest. He was the most illiterate president, even more illiterate than the current occupant of the White House, which I know is startling, but it's true. Interest. Well, he was a general. He wasn't like a politician, you know. He was a general. Wait till you hear this from the mole. Serious trouble, big losses, and cloudy future. Oh no, I guess there goes our deal, huh? Call up the fake Greg Vidal and tell him the deal is off. We killed a whole day with that crap yesterday. As phony as a $45 bill. Well, that's what it's about anyway. So let's hear from the fake Sonny Fox. Come on, Sonny. <laughs> Mel Carmazin sounds an upbeat tone for a chief executive whose company, Sirius XM Radio, just announced a loss of almost $5 billion. That's with a B. $5 billion. And somebody thinks they're going to pay me money? Oh, you're dreaming. During a conference call with analysts and reporters to discuss third quarter results, Carmazin on Monday called the company's performance impressive considering the macroeconomic environment. In other words, a bunch of double talk. Indeed, the troubled satellite radio provider showed some encouraging signs. The company ended the quarter with 18.9 million subscribers, up 17% from a year earlier. Sales also rose for Sirius XM, the project, product of the July merger of XM and Sirius. Had the company been combined for the full three months that ended in September, its revenue would have risen 16% to $613 million. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> look at the light, look at the light, look at the light. <laughs> Carmenson also waxed optimistic about the company's ability to refinance $210 million in debt uh, due in February, some of the billion dollars in liability the company faces this year. The tone of the conference call seemed to provide some needed, if inconclusive, reassurance on near-term debt refinancing, said Tuna Amobi, an analyst at Standard & Poor's. Tuna Amobi sounds fishy to me. How's the big tuna doing, huh? Stinks like fish. For some companies, growth of any kind is commendable when the economy is slumping into recession and customers are curtailing spending on everything but the essentials. We are growing significantly, and companies larger than us and smaller than us are not, Carmazin said. Sirius XM ended the quarter with the $359 million in cash, down from $439 million last December. XM shares rose 3.9% to $0.28 cents a share Monday, the day the quarterly financial results were announced. The stocks closed Thursday up $0.02 cents at $0.27 cents a share. Is that impressive or what? $0.27 cents a share. Impressive. Growth aside, some of the company's biggest challenges haven't subsided. Sirius XM sustained a third quarter loss of more than $4.88 billion, reflecting the declining value of its merged assets. And investors are still awaiting details on debt refinancing from a company that's expressed confidence on the matter for months. Further results through September don't reflect any more recent uh, economic troubles, including new indications of a collapse in the U.S. auto industry, a big source of sales of Sirius radio service. Nobody buys any cars. Nobody's going to be hearing no Sirius. I'm serial. While Carmazin said the company's higher-end packages are selling well, subscribers may yet tighten their belts and cut back on satellite radio. Bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-bop. To meet targets, the company is slashing costs 
in part by eliminating 22% of its workforce, more dramatic, drastic measures may be called for. I'm always said they're probably going to go deeper. They're firing everybody in sight, Flea. I think that's something that uh, Joe Bell ought to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need a, what do we need a promotions director for on a station that doesn't do any promotions? That's the idea of a promotion is to send some quack down there to the hotel to wake up the uh, Virginia Tech ball players while they're trying to screw their brain I and get a good night's sleep. Hey, why are you trying to get me fired? Because your attitude this morning is disgraceful. I thought you were our friend. I am. Show starts asking a question, and there's deathly silence. He's playing, he's playing the uh, hurt, silent, wounded guy. Don't take your problems with Joe Bell out on us. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm actually starting to feel better now that I'm on the show. Oh, here you go, Greg, Greg Budell. I know Norm is telling you to keep everything off the air, which is good advice if you're under contract. I did my best to get the right people in touch with you. It would be fun to have you on SiriusXM, but if it doesn't work out, we love you all the same. Just hate to see you waste away at WQAM. You're one of the best in the business. Bye for now. The fake Greg, a.k.a. Sonny Fox. Thanks, Sonny. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. It's Friday, you bastards. I just want to say to everyone who's a little disappointed that we lost the election that there's always next year. Maybe I'll run for vice president again in 2009. Here's a little story about Sarah and Todd. One is a diva, the other does I did her rod. Spends lots of money on shoes and clothes. Has fancy glasses on the tip of her nose. They know that certainly there is absolutely no diva in me. In fact, we laugh about that criticism. McCain said, do you want to be VP? Don't answer questions and act mavericky. Here's a hundred fifty grand, now go look good. You grab the whole family and said that you would. Come on, guys, let's go on a shopping spree. Pick with the consignment shop. Those guys are jerks. Well, Todd bought a Parkinson's, he's a connoisseur. Sarah bought a coat that was made of moose fur. Went and bought her daughter maternity clothes. You should have went and bought her birth control. Pills, that is, contraception. Baby's having baby. They say she's a diva and they question what she spends. Is Africa a country or a continent? Though you're not VP, we'll say farewell. We'll watch a talk show until 2012. Uh, Mrs. Palin, have you seen or heard from John McCain? Uh, uh, no, I don't really know where he went. Uh, uh, uh. 10.46, 14 before 11. Let's take a look at the schedule today. We got the Big O at Carolina Alehouse, 2 to 4. Jim Mandage at Carolina Alehouse, 4 to 7. Dolphin tonight, 7 to 8. They're uh, in, on Uranus. DA show, 8 to 11. And then after that, you don't want to know. Oh, we got Greg Likens, 11 to 9 till 1 in the morning. You're like a live person. Who's Greg Likens? Board op? With the Joe Rose show. What, what's wrong with you today? What? I just answered your question. No, but you, there's something. Isn't there something wrong with him today, George? He well, his sound... hair doesn't look as good as it normally does. No, he's usually got you know quite the styling. You don't haircut. sound sharp like usual. It's yeah. so sharp and. He doesn't have any product in it. He didn't spend a whole lot of time with it this morning. I'm going Jesus. with the Cordis look. God. <laughs> the bull cut. Yeah, bull is the word for Cordis. Yesterday, and and we still we faked him out. We still sold our certificates for like uh, for Shulas in about two minutes or less. But on the left-hand side of that, QM.com, they got a big air conditioning ad just running up and down the whole left side of the, covering up my puss, and I don't know how the hell we sold those things out even. Just another roadblock they threw on our, oh, i got nothing to do with that. Send me a check. Send me a check. I'll send you a check. And all the numbers on the check will be, oh, every one of them, both of them, oh, point, oh, kind of like I said the kids' numbers in the morning across the street. 
It's one thing when you have a big mouth and you got nothing to back it up. That's really sad. David says, I thought Zach was supposed to be on the show today. I was looking forward to sending some emails from the fake Zach ripping him an ass. He was supposed to be on yesterday, and then uh, Fatso, the other Fatso, Chris, out of the kindness of his heart, decided, oh, I guess I better stay and do the show, ho, ho, even though i got to work 40 hours on the Canes game. The Canes. All these front-running phonies, man. Oh, all the bandwagon jumpers. Here's another one about Flea. They're not too happy with you today, and I'm not either. I'm really disappointed. I thought you were our friend. I am. You're not. Is he our friend, George? He's my buddy. No. The Dow's down 280 already. Well, they got to get rid of that 500 points that they picked up yesterday. Some, some, well, what, what was it that happened yesterday? I was at the dentist, and I come home, and the Dow's up 500 points. Now, what was it that created the big turnaround? I don't know. Was it a buying opportunity? Is that what the deal was? Here's one from uh, somebody who says, Subject Tick, squish that squeaky voice tick bastard MF. Get off the air, you little MF. That's what they're trying to say. Wow. It's like the big black guy in reverse. Bill says, just wanted to vent for a minute. I understand that bailing out the banks is necessary, although I don't like, uh, like it. But where the hell do major car manufacturers get off asking uh, for bailout money? I've struggled for 10 years to get my business going. It's doing great. I have a nice house, which I could afford to buy. I drive a nice car. I have money to spend. Like all the executives who've lived high in the hog all these years are now in trouble. They want the government to bail them out. I'm sure if my company went sideways, I could always call the government and have them help me out. Sure. I'm mad as hell, Neil, says Bill. Bill is pissed off and fired up. He's had it. I was mad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Here's another one says, Flea needs to go back under Joe's desk with his schmitty attitude. They don't like your attitude this morning. Usually you're bubbly and perky and like, uh, you know, right there. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, is it something you want to share with us? Is it uh, a part of your personal life that we can't discuss on the air? Or is it uh, in the building? No, my personal life is great. Well, then what's going on inside the building? I'm just tired and beat up. I'm just tired. Tired of what? Tired of Joe? Tired of the uh, Schmidt. No. Oh. Any specifics? Any you want to give us a for instance? Come on. Nah, you know, it's just, yeah, we don't do, like, marketing promotions for your show, but we do a lot of promotions, and we just hoard out and do, like, five things at the same time, and it's just bad. And I well, complain, and nobody listens. Yeah. So now I know how you feel. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they sure don't listen to me. And if they you're don't listen to you, they're not going to listen to me. Neil. Ho, ho, ho. I don't know what to tell you, Neil. Ho, ho, ho. Joy says if you just screen the calls. Ho, ho, ho. These people have no... Oh, here's a, a pig report in Pembroke Pines. Just another crime-free day in the Pines. Got an attachment there. I don't open attachments. I don't go to links. Sorry. Sorry. If you could type out the ten words that you typed out, you could have typed out another ten to tell us what the hell was going on. But you couldn't do that. This thing with the emails, man, has gone right in the toilet. Neil at neilrogers.com. I'm ready to Schmidt can it. I mean, it's there. You know, it's always going to be there. But it's just, uh, it's gone from being a tremendously worthwhile tool to being a waste of time. And if it weren't the last few days for the fake Fat Chris and the fake Greg Budell and the fake Larry King, we wouldn't have much of anything. Larry. Larry, that was giving me a song to dance about, oh, well, these fake people that you're reading, I mean, they block out everybody else. There is nobody else, Larry. There is nobody else. Oh, a couple of wise guys that I block that send, you know, five-word things about, oh, Dolphin's going to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> like that. 
Oh, I said when we got to 900 votes on the poll, I'd change it. We got 915. Yes. We got okay. 915. I lied. Well, you didn't alert me. Let's just switch. Let's switch over to the new one, which I like much better. Who's this from? Oh, it's from JYRO, chronic uh, faxer, uh, emailer. Chronic. What cosmetic procedure should Neil get? Hair transplant, nose job, lip enlargement, radial keratotomy, stomach stapling, chest hair removal, penis enlargement. That's what I'm voting. Uh, anal bleaching, basic facelift, or droopy eye lift. I don't have droopy uh, eyelids. I like that. And they, they can refer, by the way. This, I had some um, email yesterday afternoon from some moron, some punk. Oh, get rid of that picture. If I look like that, I don't look like that. That's from 20 years ago. But again, maybe somebody would have to read to you the caption under the picture, Neil circa 1988, and explain to you what that means. I think if I look like that right now, I put that picture on there. Not that I look all that great right now. I'm still fat. I'm still tubby. Not as fat as uh, Zach. And certainly not as fat as Fat Chris. God. There are plenty of people in this business and around the business <laughs> who are a damn sight fatter than I am. That was funny. Okay, here's the final tally on that horrible poll. 915 votes. Looking back, what was the most mindless, stupid-ass waste of time you ever did or learned in school? School prayer time, 149. WQAM, hello. Hello. Duck and cover drills, 120. Writing, I will not whatever, over and over, 103. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. You were talking about Sid Rosenberg and how he has a big mouth and nothing to back it up. Why don't you tell me what you have to back up your huge I got you. Mouth. I got you. You got me for what? You don't have me. I got you. What are you talking about? I got you, babe. Achievement test that required filling in circles, 80. Diagramming sentences, 77. Pledging allegiance to the flag, 74. Memorizing poems, 65. Dissecting a frog, 63. Serving detention, 51. Study all, 39. Fire drills, 31. Book reports, 22. Show and tell, 19. Standing in the corner is punishment, 14. And dodgeball, 8. Really bad poll. I apologize in advance. That was one of Charlie B's worst ever. And that covers a lot of territory. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. QAM, hello. That sweaty bitch, Joyce, is cut back on the bit, so you can't play the... WQAM, hello. Legal Ammy, Canada. And, oh, and that was it. That was the last one. Well, I'm sure oh. we're inundated with emails right now. Let's go to those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, what is that? What? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Oh, there's a couple. Well, there's a couple, but they're both the same one. Come on, Neil. You know Flea's a little light in the loafers. No, he's not. And what? Is, what? Is, and I'm sure. Yeah, but he sent it twice. It was so important. He sent it twice. He has a wife, you know. Right. Twelve votes on the poll, and five of them say I should get a penis enlargement. And why are they saying that? Because that's what I said. Mm hmm. What do they know about my goods? You know what I'm saying? What do or, they know? Or your bads? Or that's right. Dow is down 233 points. It looks like a real selling opportunity. Biggest name. How about that serious thing? I spent 27 cents a share. I'll take a dollar's worth. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. 
Any questions? Hey, it's Chris Matthews from Hodball on MSNBC. I'm as giddy as a Catholic schoolgirl going to see the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I'm literally tingling all over my body. <laughs> I'm having the sensation I'm back in high school and my prom date is Heidi Fleiss. I literally feel like I've eaten a York peppermint patty and a cool breeze is blowing through my hair. I truly have not felt this good since Nancy Pelosi accidentally brushed her hand against my man junk in the congressional elevator. <laughs> I feel as if I'm completely naked on top of a mountain eating pepperoni pizza and drinking chocolatey yoo-hoo. My complete and total disregard for fairness has actually worked out in my favor. I think the only time I may feel more happiness is when I have to sit down and write out what I owe in taxes for the year, and it's almost half my salary. <laughs> it's going to be great. Of course, there are moments that may come close to that happiness, like interviewing the opposition, people who voted for John McCain, like this poor slob. How do you feel, sir? Well, I, I think... can't hear you. Uh, Go ahead. I think Tell me that... how you feel. What I What's going to... through your brain? I feel that the American people... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, gee. Go ahead. What do you want? Go ahead. Let me Go finish ahead. it. Thought. Then I'll have to let you finish your thought. My guy won. <laughs> and Chris Matthews, Hotball MSNBC. Oh, I'm just going to play those three or four bits over and over do again it. all day. You think? I won't argue with you. 1101 at 560 WQM. We are not broadcasting from the Carolina Ale House, but uh, the Big O and Mad Dog will be. To celebrate the Canes' victory and, of course, to get all ready for the Canes playing, for the Dolphins playing another little girls team, the Raiders, on Sunday. Oh, we're going to be six and four. We're going to be six and four. Great. How about those Leafs last night? Right there in Edmonton, pounded the crap out of those Oilers, five to two. Gagne sneaks in the back door. Good play by Gagne to hide from the Leafs. And then a right-handed shot. He has the full look of the net. Matt Greg Millen, man. Somebody ought to shove a bowling ball in his mouth between him and that freaking Pierre Maguire. But nevertheless, there, there got to be some guys have it written in their contract. They get paid by the word. When we go to Sirius XM, let's make sure we get that in our contract. We get paid oh, yeah, by yeah. the word. Because they got so much money. You know, they're rolling in dough. That's right. Just as long as Howard keeps getting paid, that's what that's all about. Howard and Mel, Mel and Howard, 37 votes on the new pool. Which cosmetic procedure should Neil get? Penis enlargement, 10. Anal bleaching, 6. I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I don't know. You were going to ask me? I've never heard of an put anal it on bleaching there. before. No, I didn't put it on there. It was uh, JYRO, the uh, jerk that sent the uh, pool and put it on there. Anal bleaching. None. Neil is perfect, 5. Where the hell did that come from? I put that on there. Oh, you, well, you stop being such a <laughs> suckhole. No wonder they hate you around the building. You're such a little you suckhole. Mean? Neil is perfect. Oh, you haven't seen him lately then. Oh, God. What a suck. You know something? You're worse suckhole than the Drew Rosenstein house. Oh, no. Wow. Now that's Come a shot. Yes. You are. No wonder you and Jolly Joe get along so well. You've been on his, attached to his hip for so many years. How long you worked with that loser? On and off. I don't know. Ten years. No. See? Ten years with that, and we're asking why you're depressed? God. Penis enlargement, 11. Non-needless perfect, 7. Anal bleaching, 7. Stomach stapling, 4. Hair transplant, 4. I just shaved my head last night. You inspired me with all that talk about the right. gizmo. You sent me the thing. I'm I can, not buying one of those, by the way. I can tell you what an anal bleaching is now. Yeah. Is the practice of bleaching the pigmentation of the skin of light-skinned people around the anus. It is used for cosmetic purposes. A cream is used containing about 20%... Hydro something, kind of a bleach. Basic facelift three. Now, what does that say? A mexectomy two. Yeah, yeah, I added that. (laughs) 
Droopy eyelid to radial keratotomy to lip enlargement one, chest hair removal and nose job none. Forty three vote. A mexectomy. That is so cute. Some, sometimes they grow on your back and you gotta get yeah, removed. Like sometimes a, you're full of like crap. No wonder your wife hates you like, like a bleeding you know, mole. I can still stop payment on that check. I know. You haven't cashed it yet. No, I haven't gotten it. No. Ungrateful little spick. That's not true. That's somebody else true. you know. Yeah. I'm very. W I'm a grateful Hello. little spick. Nice job buying that Nazi mobile, you Jew, self-hating Jew. What caused the market to jump up yesterday, says Pablo in Miami, was the fact that around 1 p.m. the DGA, the Dow Jones sunk to under 8,000 points, and somebody yelled, enough of this, Schmidt. Oh, thanks, Pablo. Pablo's obviously a uh, financial expert. Speaking of finances, retail sales plunged by the largest amount on record in October. As the financial crisis in the... Oh, and by the way, Rush and the other right-wingers are already calling it the Obama recession. He's two months away from taking office, but it's already Obama's recession. What a bunch of Nazi bastards. Oh, my God. Speaking of Nazis. As the financial crisis in the slumping economy caused consumers to sharply cut back on their spending. The Commerce Department said Friday that retail sales fell by 2.8% last month, surpassing the old mark of a 2.65% drop in November 2001 in the wake of the 9-11 attacks. The decline in sales was led by a huge drop in auto purchases, but sales of all types of products from furniture to clothing fell as consumers retrenched. The 2.8% drop marked the fourth consecutive monthly decline in retail sales and was much bigger than the 2% fall economists expected, was led by a 5.5% plunge in auto sales, the biggest drop since August of 2005. Excluding autos, retail sales, uh, sales fell by 2.2%, also a record decline, underscoring the widespread weakness last month. We got a freaking depression. And what are these people worried about? Is Sarah Palin going to run in 2012? That's what the media is worried about. Is Sarah ready for the job? God. And Flea. Is Flea up to... I don't think Flea's ready for the job. I know yours is not a sports show, says Armando, but can you tell me if the Finns game will be televised locally in Miami in, uh, in case uh, yada, 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 yada. Oh, and in case I'm not in the air, can you please reply to me off the air? He wants me to send him an email back. Armando the Cuban. Believe me, Armando, the real Cubans don't want anything to do with you. He must be also the fake Cuban. How the hell do I know? Did they sell it out or what, Flea? You should know. No, I haven't heard that it's sold out, no. <laughs> you are so full of crap. Just, Just a vast barrel of information. Fort Lauderdale and Miami are the final two cities in Wendy's 25-stop Great Taste Tour, which features a mobile kitchen, music, and prizes. It says head to Hyzinga Plaza downtown Fort Lauderdale, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Tuesday, when Wendy's will give away 1,000 quarter-pound singles and 2,000 $5 Wendy's gift cards, all free. The same promotion will be repeated 10 to 2 Friday, November 21, next Friday at Bayfront Park in Miami. Get there early. It says the burgers will uh, have run out as soon as 1 o'clock in other cities. If you don't have time to eat picnic style on the site, just grab a gift card and go. Hazinga Plaza is at the intersection of Las Olas Boulevard and Andrews Avenue. Bayfront Park is just south of the AAA Arena at 301 Biscayne Boulevard. I love Wendy's. Don't you like Wendy's? I don't yep. know anybody who doesn't like Wendy's. Right. And I even like KFC now. I told you um, Paco brought me a mm -hmm. uh, chicken sandwich last night from KFC. Right. 
Neil, anal bleaching, a lot of uh, porn stars to keep pink, it says. And it's got an attachment here, which I'm deleting. Well, let me ask you something. How is it possible? Seriously, how is it possible? How many times do I need to say, don't send me attachments and don't send me links on the email? I'm not, I'm not going to open them. I'm not going to look at them. I don't have time to potch around with that. How many million times have I said that since we've been doing this email thing? About 100 million? 100 million. About 30 million. 30 million times I've said that. And they keep sending me this crap. Over and over and over again, like a bunch of little school kids, like those kids that called at the beginning of the show, the teacher was having them call up uh, Joe Rose show, which the teacher is so stupid doesn't realize the show ends at 10 o'clock. Nice going, teach. WQAM, hello. Neil, we hate Chris. But I... WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, Neil, i got to tell you who I saw the other day. Yeah, the fake radio. Uh, you know? Halen was down here for that governor's thing in Miami. Afterwards, I seen her at one of the little strip clubs. She was trying to raise money for 2012. It was great. For what? She was trying to raise... Yeah, I heard you the first time. It was weak. It was bad the first time. It's going to be even worse if I had you repeat it. Trying to raise money for 2012. It was great. It was great. See what I mean? This is South Florida. This is their material. What have I always said? There's nothing worse than people who are not funny trying to be funny. Nothing. That's why Footy lost his show. Hey, Footsie, how's that show doing? How's Jimmy Syphilis doing? You fairy. And I know that um, Ray Charles was interested in having us over there on Cheap Channel. Wasn't that his name, Ray Charles? Yeah, is that his name? Don't you remember we kept getting those from the fake Larry King? I know that uh, so-and-so was... Come on, where's the fake Sonny Fox today? Let's get some good material, Sonny. How do you like that, how that bastard turned on us? And didn't I support him when he was on uh, auditioning there at... Uh, Paxton IOD? Wasn't I supportive of that? Yeah. Georgia. Ray Charles. Program director and uh, operations manager at WIOD and Chief Channel Miami. Hey, Ray. Georgia. 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 He's still dead, by the way, Ray Charles. Yes. And By the way, the Miami Dolphin game is sold out, and there is no blackout. All right. We love the Dolphins. They'll win again. We're on the bandwagon because we're stupid men. 72 votes on the poll. Now, what did we do in the first one? 900 and some. We don't care. It's a Friday. And Flea doesn't care at all. And George, of course, could care less. George has got bigger fish to fry. He's got the roller rink next Thursday. He's got my check coming one day mm -hmm. soon. WQAM, hello. I'm your buddy. QAM, hello. QAM. I was just going to say, Dolphin Game is a sellout. Guess what? Hmm. WQAM, hello. Neil, you should really bump. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Do you look. Hello? Goodbye. Are you still there? Goodbye. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. WQAM, hello. Why, why did they change the Love 94 to call Christmas music so early? Hello? Didn't you call yesterday with the same BS? No, sir, I did not. Well, then let me ask you this. Who cares? Okay. Okay? 
We don't care. Tur find something else. Instead of barking at the moon, the moon isn't going anywhere, okay? Quit being like a stupid dog. There are smart dogs and there are stupid dogs, just like there are smart people and stupid people. Quit barking at the radio dial. If they're playing Christmas music and it's too early and you don't like it, find something else to listen to, okay? I know it's not easy, but twist it around a little bit. God. The Sports Breeder. It's Friday, you bastards. Nice going, Flea. Can't even do that. How about you, Scott? Schlepp. How about you, Scott? Goodbye, John McCain. <laughs> and pack your cheeks and go away. I'll bet you haven't had this much fun since the Hanoi jail. With the bamboo slivers in your nails. I bet you cause it. The neocon agenda failed. Fox needs to hire new writers. That stroke of genius you had for a VP pick. Shut the coffin on the Maverick. Your campaign had an end. I'm glad we won't hear again. My friends, my friends, my friends. Hey, my old friend. Now you know that you ain't really got no friends. My friend. So go home to one of your homes in the car from your fleet. Administer Anheuser Anima. Gum your jello and soak your teeth. My friend. Well, I don't want to say that Armando guy that was asking about is the game sold out and wanted me to email him back. I don't want to say he's a putz. He says, oh, thanks, Chris. You're the man. Chris ain't here today, okay, schmuck? It's Flea. Get it right. It's Tick. It's the Tick Man. And he sure ticked me off today. That's right. Alisa is a long-suffering Jet fan. She's streaming from Long Island. Did we get any more word about the archives or what? I, I mean, you know. Eric says he's going to work on it, like this weekend or something. But he posted a notice. I asked him to post a notice above oh, the archives. On our page? Yeah, above the archives saying that uh, you or I have nothing to do with it, can do nothing about it, so stop bugging us about it or something. Where's that? I'm looking. Should be right above the archives or somewhere. I don't see it. Sure. I'm looking. Here's Zots. Here are the archives. I'm looking right there at the, uh, where it says show archives, archive problems. The archives are currently being worked on and will probably be working again sometime over the weekend. Until then, please be patient and refrain from emailing Neil and George. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Eric. Leave us alone, in other words. There's nothing we can do about it. Eric is the man. He the man. And he's been doing this website from a, for a 100 years for us. And believe you me, he's making a fortune doing it. Not... The mole says, for $50 Canadian, I will beat Flea up. By the way, George is right. Flea's wife is hot. Wait to watch for that tweaky twerp. The big O sucks, but not as I bad can, as Joe's. I can try to tell her that, but she, uh, you know, she won't come along. <laughs> she won't come along for the ride? No. You know, I already blocked Human Events, which is a Nazi publication. Why, why somebody uh, hooked me up with that? I'm blocking it again. I don't want human events, okay? Quit sending me right-wing crap. Quit sending me Nazi propaganda. 91 votes on the new poll. 28 people say, oh, no, no. Why did you put that on there? That's so gross. Nothing. Neil is perfect. I mean, that says, I don't like ass-kissing, okay? Literally or figuratively. 
and flee. He's got to put something on, try to ingratiate himself with me, assuming that I'm going to be impressed by that because of his intemperate behavior here today. Eric says he has been working on it, by the way. QAM. Hey. Yeah. Like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Let me say it again. Speaking. Get the honey, Junior. Uh, Elisa says, I just wanted to say yippee for the Jets. Please don't call me an obnoxious New Yorker. I'm a long-suffering Jets fan living back in New York, having moved back from South Florida last year. Congratulations, Elisa. I'm still not sure which place is worse, except it's cold, crappy, and dank here, and I miss the heat of Florida. I know you're a Patriots fan. Last night was a nail-biter. No defense, honey. If they'd have played it all, if they would have played a lick in the first half, you guys would never have had a chance. If they would have licked it in the first half. I, I was never so embarrassed. Even the Dolphin game, which was really embarrassing, was nothing compared to the first half last night. And then they make that phenomenal come from behind twice, including with one second left in regulation. And right off the bat in overtime, they blow it. The defense sucks. It says, I can't believe they're almost uh, something. They almost blew it. But remember, my dear Uncle Neil, New England had their place in the sun and had the beautiful Tom Brady between... Uh, had he been there, I might not be celebrating today. Yeah, poor Matt Castle played a bad game. He only threw 400 yards. Elisa, obviously you know nothing about football. And believe me, Tom Brady ain't no Matt Castle when it comes to looks. Anyway, it's finally time for the Jets with Farber them to see the Super Bowl. Well, I can hope anyway. Love you. Elisa's streaming from Long Island. She's streaming it. Oh, here's JYRO again, 26 Gyro. Now, if you go into a Greek restaurant, what do you call it? A gyro or a hero? Oh, we've had that discussion. I know. What the do Greeks you call it? Euro. So I call it I call it a gyro. A euro? They go gyro. No, not a euro. Uh, all right. Euro okay. is currency, Mister. Go find you a Greek and ask them how they say it. I don't have, want to have not fun while Greek. you're doing it. All right. Argue with them. Well, maybe somebody will tell us. You'll we'll get five different answers. This is the problem. You'll get G O the right. The, TSX is down 208, and there's your president. Summit, he says he'll be pushing for unity. Yeah, push this. Thank you for the horrible economy, Mr. President, and those awful gas prices, although they sure have dropped precipitously. You see, oil was down to like 55 bucks a barrel. Now it's 56.30 or 56.43. 56.43. And it was 143 bucks not that long ago. The Canadian loonie is 81.89. It was down to like almost 80 cents. Now it's 81. That's good. Good for me. It saves me a lot of money. Oh, you're spending all that money in the Canadian economy, you anti-American. Yeah, right. Whatever you say. Gyro says you can prevent an anal staining by being cautious in the bathroom. Being cautious in the bathroom. We suggest using a moist... We. We suggest using a moist wipe after every bowel movement. I guess Gyro finally... Uh, told us about his area of expertise. This will ensure that the area remains clean and stain-free. Using a moist wipe is especially important if you're in the process of bleaching that area. Baby wipes can work if you have some handy, but you can't flush them. Cottonelle moist wipes are probably a better choice for adults. They are flushable. You don't have to worry about clogging your plumbing, says Gyro, who's got his head in the toilet. Keep it in there for a few hours, Gyro. You're chronic. Speaking of chronic, here's Armando back again about the Iraq documentary. I hate to seem chronic, but have you heard anything about the documentary I mentioned uh, to you? No. You can send me the same email every day from now until seven years from Sukkot, and I'm still going to say no. We don't know the name of it. We don't know where you see it. We don't know nothing, Armando. I hate to seem chronic. No, you don't. You are chronic. That's what uh, your whole life is all about, being chronic, being obnoxious and disgusting. I hope nobody lives with you. I hope they have no neighbors. 
Have you seen that Iraq documentary yet, George, the one he's always talking about? Nope. That we don't know the name of or where you see it? Nope. Or where you find it? Nope. The fake Adam Kirshner is back. And since uh, Mad Dog and the Big O are doing their shows this afternoon, it says the Ale House has got the best French fries. The Pembroke Pines Ale House. Is that Carolina Ale House? Is that the one we're talking about? No, Carolina Ale House is uh, a separate kind of Ale House, and it's in Weston. Oh, so what the hell do we care about this other place? You should check it out next time you're in town. First of all, I don't eat French fries, Adam. I'm not interested. I do like onion rings. I hate French fries. And also, are you leaving QAM at the end of the year? No, I'm not. Buttload signed the fake Adam. No, I'm not. What would make anybody think I'm leaving QM at the end of the year? I'll let phony Chazarai we had from the fake Greg Budell and Sonny Fox yesterday and the fake Larry King and the fake uh, this one and that one and the fake Jeremy Coleman. Get some serious stock, baby. 27 cents a share. Get a couple dollars worth. The, uh, we got 108 votes on the poll. Oh, I better get back to my... Uh, CNN is so I can tell you how bad the Dow is today. Oh, you're so nasty. All of us have our whole life savings in stock. Well, I didn't tell you to do it. Haven't I been telling them for years, here comes the bunny and there goes the money? It's a big, uh, it's a shell game. Remember the shell game on The Price is Right? Yes. That's what the stock market is. It's a shell game. Paul says anal bleaching is necessary if you will often be exposing that area. Now we come to an area that the audience is uh, responding to. Yeah. Rackham. It's right up their alley. It has a nice, clean look when done right. I did it before visiting my proctologist to clean up because she was really hot. I walked away empty-handed, sort of, says Paul. Subject, anal. <laughs> yeah, we finally reached an area that these people have got some deep interest in, man. Rackham. Anal bleaching. I never heard of it in my life. Until no, that no, neither. Oh, here's another one from the fake Adam. Have you noticed how many radio insiders listen to your show? You still have it, buddy. Sign the fake Adam. Yeah, all two or three of them that keep sending the same stuff. Here's one from the fake Andy Kalb. Executive uh, Director at ABC News Radio. Hi, Neil. I'd love to hear a Neil Rogers and Phil Henry reunion. The Rick and Suds, Neil Rogers, Phil Henry, Defoe and Mandage lineup was the best ever. Are you really going to Sirius? No. I hear Phil's been negotiating for months. They won't pony up the money, even though they pay Howie and his buddies millions. That's what it's all about, fake Andy. It's all about Howie and his buddy. Didn't I tell you that a long time ago? You did. And when you've only been getting... Oh, look at that. And look who's working for human events. The unmentionable one. Wow. James, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports lead. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Flea. Boy, he's not even in there, man. It's Friday, you bastards. STD-laden strip joints. Approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Online gambling scams. Approved by Joyce. Words containing the word bag. Rejected by Joyce. Erectile dysfunction spots. Resoundingly approved by Joyce. Tuba sounds resembling fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Blatant sports-related faggery and sports show hosts encouraging kids to rob liquor stores. Happily approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Oh, look at that. Euro, euros, as in uh, the currency euro. Yeah. Somebody says. 
G-Y-R-O-S, the food is gyro. The S is silent. This is right. what I was saying. Well, now, what do you mean right? What are you doing back in there? I was just calling for you, and you weren't even in there. I was doing my other, my uh, part-time job as a promotion director. He was doing duty. I'm sorry, his duty. Now, let me ask you something. Are you working the show today or not? Absolutely. I mean, if not, just tell us. That's all. We'll, we'll, we'll make do. I'm here for you 100%. We'll make do-do. No, you're not. Okay, 95. The last break, the damn thing ended, and there was no the sports leader, you know, which uh, is the uh, rejoin. Well, you would think after that playing a thousand times, Clarence might fix that. Well, why don't you go in there and kick his ass? <laughs> go in that office and kick his ass right now. He's not Say, here. Say, listen, you little weasel, He's you little suckhole. Right where, where is he now? I don't know. Probably out with Jolly Joe doing uh, some numbers. The S is silent. Euro. Taking your advice, years ago I got the hell out of South Florida, lived in Crete, Greece for two years. Sorry I ever came back. P.S. Tell George Feta is pronounced Feta. It kills me when he says Feta. Well, he likes Feta. I say Feta? I don't know. Maybe I think they're uh, full of crap. I think they're full of Feta. 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 Where is that? Feta. Yeah. Well, you know, I just hear her voice on that one word, and it just gives me spilkies. I don't know. It's not personal. It's business. Okay, so hero, euro. I would never euro. go into a Greek restaurant and say, yeah, let me have a euro. This is always the issue. That's oh, how here's they gy should. Gyro. Stop ripping me as a chronic. Get out of here. You sent five emails this week. You sent five this hour. Anyway, I've been listening for 30 years since the WNWS days with you, Alice Shirley, Craig, Jerry Ernie, and the psychic. Can't recall her name. What the hell was her name, that old lady? Reverend Emma. And so I'm entitled to be a bit of a... No, you're not. These people think because they've been, I appreciate their listening. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. But that doesn't entitle you to, like, send 4,000 emails. Although we did send the poll. I like the poll. Thanks, Gyro. I never called for 29 years. Now that you're taking emails, I can finally participate. So if you don't like it, then stay in Canada, you Jew bastard. Get your facts right, mister, as I'm absolutely correct, sir, using everybody else's material. Gyro. Sent a total of five emails this week. My ass. Oh, here's one about the brown eye, it says. You get your ass bleached so your big brown eye doesn't wink when you flex your rectum. This is big with chicks. Mine is too hairy, like most men, and I'm sure yours too, although I've seen some women with hairy asses as well, says Rob. You've seen women with a hairy ass? Oh, I don't believe that. Do you? Yes. Women with a hairy ass? Yes. Oh, that just sounds un-American. Certainly not French women. No, prob probably French women. I see French women at Woodbine with a mustache. I'm not going to Woodbine today. I'm taking the day off. Going to go get a really good lunch today. And bright and early tomorrow morning. Oh, that's right. Fat Chris isn't with us today to chastise me for getting up at 5 in the morning and going there early so I can play any machine I want. you got to find the hot machine, man. And you can't do it when the place is crowded and most of the machines are taken. got to find the hot machine, man. You got it? Got it. Get it. What are we going to do with this little flea bastard anyway? Now, now, what's what's the story for next week? Do we have next week's schedule or this Friday? I don't see one. I don't see it. Might be out there. I don't know. Clarence isn't there. He's busy doing uh, several numbers with Fat Jolly Joe. They're rolling around in the hay. I want I want to see what the deal is because he didn't tell us, did he, Fat Chris? He lies anyway. Well, what's the deal? You you must know. You lie also, please. You said you didn't know you were going to be on on Monday. 
And uh, I, was, I don't know if I'm on this Corner Monday. Corner Fat Chris, that was a lie. He said you knew during the show you were going to be on on Monday. No way. He said that I was there when he told you that he was only going to be off on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm working Monday. I so don't think this so. is what we resorted to now, okay? Two board ops who show up uh, sparsely calling each other liars. Yeah. So I have no reason to lie anything. about it. Why would I lie about it? Beats me. That's what he said. I'd beat him up. After you finish with Clarence, beat up Fat Chris. Like sticking your hand into a bowl full of jello. Paul, who's chronic, he says, subject, back to back. Yeah, he sent me two emails. Listen, don't feel bad, all you chronics out there. Just keep the emails coming. We'll take anything we can get. And that includes fake uh, this one and fake that one. And even the fake Greg Budell, Sonny Fox. Neil at neilrogers.com. Oh, here's Yug, 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 Yug. Business Week magazine said last month if Sirius is unable to re renegotiate their debt by February, they'll be forced to declare bankruptcy. In addition, the article states that Howard Stern and his agent were given 56 million shares in 2006 and 7. Just last December, they were worth $220 million, but it's unclear if they sold the shares. If they did not, the shares now are worth $14 million. From $220 million to $14 million. Poor babies. God, and he's getting paid $50 million a year for anything else, Robin? Anything else, Robin? Oh, anything else, Robin? I, I've tried to tolerate the obsession. You know, Granted, he's the wizard of media hype. Wizard of hype. Not of talent, of hype. Once, once upon a time, many years ago now, he used to be funny as hell. Long time ago. And more power to him. You know, I wish, I wish all of us could get a little piece. I'd like to see George get a little piece of that. Maybe a couple hundred grand. Piece of pie. Is Howard That's mailing it in? The, what? Is Howard mailing it in now? Uh, what, what is with this mailing it in, okay? If people show up every day, that's a default thing, mailing it in. Such a stupid expression. Only stupid people use expressions like that, Flea. I just want to warn you. Like I never Defoe. use it. Do you know Defo? I have met him once, yeah. Did you? And what was your impression of Mefo? Eh, yeah, whatever. Whatever? Anyway, nice guy. Says, when I met him, what? he was nice. He was pleasant, I guess. Pleasant? Well, that can't be the same guy I'm talking about. Hey, you want to give Jeff Rimmer my job? I know it. You're going to stab me in the back. You want to give Jeff Rimmer my job? Yeah. Talk about backstabbers. I've told you a thousand times about that day. I walked out in the parking lot at 2 o'clock, and he was out there backstabbing me to Greg Reed. I mean, and he didn't see me coming. You know, he was facing the uh, other way. That was down 280. And he was going on about how I did something with some bank at IOD and they got pissed off and canceled. Just ripping me an ass. And Greg, of course, saw me coming. He like gave me like that knowing look. Like, boy, is this a putz or what? And there was that day at IOD. Bob Green corners me in the hallway. Neil, I think Adifa wants to talk to you. And Bob went bouncing back up the hall to his office and leaves me standing there in the hallway with a, with a decrepit Defo. Yeah, I think you want Rimmer to get my job. You know when when people are insecure, you know why? Why? They should be. Uh, good point. Those are the kind of people who are insecure, people who know they have no talent. And, of course, once Steve Nichol got a hold of him and turned him into Mr. Cornball, he, he was okay. He was tolerable before that, as I recall, long ago. And once uh, Steve Nichol turned him into the corny joke uh, sports guy, oh, God, that became... Now, why we get off on Defoe? That was Flea's doing. Let's hear from the fake Defoe on our email, neil at neilrogers.com. Come on. How come Sonny Fox hasn't owned up to uh, being the fake Greg Budell yet? 
Uh, uh, how come the Phantom Informer hasn't given us more information? That was good for a starter right at the beginning of the show today. That all those fake emails about uh, Sirius and crap, you know, and Walter Sabo. That was all Sonny Fox, I believe it. Hey, listen, don't take it out on me, Sonny. I can't help it that uh, Saul Foose ripped you off for 600 grand. 600 grand. Anyway, Paul says today I'm working from home streaming your show because the Cuban music does not bleed into the stream. But Jesus K. Christ, these effing callers are driving me insane. I can't imagine what they do to you. I'm ready to throw my effing computer out the window. They need a gasoline enema and a cigarette. Hey, Joe Bell, find them, you worthless piece of garbage, says Paul. It was a sales hole. Good luck to you, Paul. You'll need it, especially with the depression. Thank you, Mr. President, for the depression. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastard. Real American a-hole. Real American a-holes. We salute you, Mr. I supported the wrong candidate, and now I'm screwed, guy. Mr. I supported the... <laughs> what the hell happened? Didn't the rest of the country get the emails? Obama's a Muslim terrorist who hates America. You haven't been this mortified since you had to painstakingly peel the Michael Dukakis sticker off your K-car. Don't forget your Joe D. Ferrara Lake Wallace now. How could Barack Obama possibly have been elected president? After all, he's a... He's a... A smoker. Smoke them if you got them now. Sure. You knew deep down that Sarah Palin was horribly misqualified. But you don't care. She was in your spank bank, and that cougar makes you roar. You betcha. Now you're going to be stuck with better health care. The war will end. And that annoying gay couple down the street are going to get hitched like a knocked-up teen in Wasilla, Alaska. Ow! So we salute you, Mr. I supported the wrong candidate, and now I'm screwed guy. Your recently depleted stock portfolio, your Fox News Channel coffee mug, and your guns. You are a real American a-hole. All right. 11.46, 14 till noon at 560 WQAM. The fake Greg Budell is back, a.k.a. Sonny Fox or a.k.a. somebody else, whoever oh, it is. Subject, Howard Stern. You were wrong about Howard. Just yesterday, he had John Stamos in the studio telling wild stories funny as hell. If you haven't heard the show lately, you should check it out. No, I'll pass, fake Greg. I'll send you a serious radio if you want. I'll pass, fake Greg. I should hook you up with a real agent like Don Buckwald. You haven't had good luck with agents, says fake Greg Budell. Gyro is back. He says, this is my last email for the week. <laughs> anyway, I did stop in that Coconut Creek Seminole Casino this week. The place was jammed and full of Arthur Cockers. However, it's so smoky in there, I saw women wearing surgical masks while they played the slots. And the machines tighter than a car full of Canadians. I'm looking for machines that are as loose as George's faggy A-hole. How do you like that mm. from your friend Gyro? I told you about him. Yeah, yeah. Told you all about him. Chronic. Over and over and over. Oh, I only emailed you 500 times this week, Neil. Oh, I don't understand. And then, of course, getting back to that Larry that we started the show with today about how the chronic emailers get in the way and block all the other ones. There are no other ones, Larry. There are no items in this view. Blank. Dead. Zippity-doo-dah, nothing. By the way, next week's schedule has not been released yet. And, and what does that mean? That means I don't know if I'm working on Monday or Christmas. Well, what do you mean it Monday. hasn't been released yet? It has not been released yet. I went to Allison and asked for the schedule, and she said it's not done yet. 
Well, it's only noon on Friday. Why should we? Why should people want to know who's going to work next week? Right. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, didn't get a chance to wish you a happy birthday. Wonderful program. Yeah, wonderful program. Bad fake voice. This is a great... WQAM, hello. QAM. I think their phone is in there. Rectum. Doesn't it sound like it? Yeah, maybe they're doing a little uh, anal uh, buzzing there, or whatever the thing is. What is it again? Anal bleaching. Anal bleaching. WQAM, hello. Hello, is Josh Darrow still driving a Jaguar? He's driving a Fagwar. See ya. WQAM, hello. Hello, uh, I'd like to personally thank the Seminoles for the economic stimulus package of Woody, Woody, I'm Woody, Woody. Yes, baby. Woody, bye-bye, Woody. See what I mean? Yep. The phone, the emails, the fax machine, the same lifeless losers. I have no life. Oh, God. While other people are out there trying to scrape together a living, trying to find two nickels, maybe to put a, a loaf of bread on the table someday, or at least a slice of bread. And these lifeless losers, on and on. Dow is down 281, by the way, not good. Nicht gut. And the uh, emails, empty. No items in this uh, view. When we started that thing, every break, I would look over there during the break, there'd be like 15, 20 of them lined up, ready to go. And I'd print them all out. Remember those days? Oh, yeah. Even they were suggesting I use both sides of the uh, fax paper because there was mm -hmm. so much paper being used. Now, huh. <laughs> what is this? Well, I'll print it out. It looks uh, really boring. It starts out, hello, Mary Guts or something like that. Oscar from Suburban Somewhere. And here's Keith. Keith says, I love your show, but I've come to realize that a lot of the callers and emailers may be homosexuals in the closet and found a forum to let out their homosexual tendencies. I find it odd that they like to send emails about Chris and Jolly Joe having sexual relations and bleaching, which I find weird, and other gay stuff. I know you're a furry, but why do they find it necessary to talk about that extra gay schmidt? I'm sure the majority of emailers and callers are grown adults. WTF. Nevertheless, it's still funny. The, the, this differently helps make my workday go by faster. I think he means definitely, but it says, this differently helps make my day go by. Give a shout out to my dog, George Flea and Chris. And is Chris really that fat? Yes. It, it's fake fat. He wears a fat suit. Oh, it's fake fat? Mm hmm. Mine too. It's faux fat. You think you can use your influence to get me an hour with the big O, it says here? We can talk about Pat Riley. Jay Fiedler, and Field Golds. I think one of my 20 checks fell out of my wallet. Love you, Paul from L.A. Making fun of the big O and the fact that he speaks Spanglish baby talk. Oh, here's one from the fake Mo Howard David did. Okay, let me print that out. It's just boiling in here, man. It's just hot. You could fry an egg on my, on my pupic. Dow is down 253, and there's Swillery, your next Secretary of State. Thank you very much. Is he going to hire or appoint anybody who wasn't part of the Clinton administration or not? I don't know. Getting a little bit nervous about that, you know? Not that those were a bad eight years, especially compared to these last eight. But then again, so would like living in hell be good compared to the last eight. Hello, Misery Guts, it says. From Oscar. Missed the first part of the show as I was watching an old episode of Murder, She Wrote. Hope things went okay at the dentist. I would hate to think of you suffering any agonizing or excruciating pain. Such thoughts would really rather distress me. Oh, God. 
Today is Prince Charles' 60th birthday. Oh, screw him. Screw him and screw you, Oscar, okay, you stupid-ass Brits. Anyway, I hope you have a spiffing weekend. Affection and best wishes from genuine Oscar from Surbiton, England. Yeah, likely story. Another fake. Another fake Brit. Here's fake uh, Mo. Do, 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 do. To my good buddy Neil from Mo Howard David. It says, Dear Neil, old buddy pal, do you want to go out for pizza? I'll wear my checkered pants and you bring your wallet. We'll talk about the good old doy doy doys when we work together, two pals entertaining one audience. I was honored to be a strong lead in for your show. Uh oh, my bag is overflowing, I gotta go. Just remember, and then it's got about a hundred doys. From Mo. WQAM, hello. Did they hook you up with any Percocets over there at the Dennis? WQAM, hello. Come on, man. What's wrong with you and Howard Stern? Why do you keep laughing at him? He sucks. What? Let me say it again. He blows. Okay, but you're not giving any reason why. You're just... He just does. It's like saying that, uh, you know, dog schmidt don't smell too good. Do I have to give you a reason why? It just doesn't. God, I'm not giving you a reason why. Where's the beef, baby? Where's the something? For 50 million a year? Anything else, Robin? When he was on this station, man, we had... And, of course, we had to sit on pins and needles waiting for them to finally give it up for the day and go home. And... Was there anything amusing ever? Ever? Give me an honest answer. Was there anything funny? Not to me. I, I was curious. You're the one that I said I sat here with an open mind yeah. and thinking, oh, this is going to be really great and yada yada. And it was just, uh, I have know. to uh, take people's word for it like yours that he was funny once upon he a time. Because I never heard any of that. Mm-hmm. Long time ago. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Phony boys. Yes. Here. Okay, Joe. WQAM, hello. Good morning. Good morning. You know what you guys need to do a little bit more on the show? Promote a little bit more of that great Joe Zagatin call of his games last night. Yeah. That guy's got a set of pipes on him. Between him and Gelby, those guys are broadcasters. Yeah, okay, great. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and AT&T wireless line. Let's see if there's anything in the Outlook Express. No items in this view. Nothing. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. Nothing. Is that staggering to you or what? It is to me. It's just amazing. And like all during the weekend, I'll check that thing out there and there'll be like the Mideast Daily Report and all this other spam coming in there, you know? And I still don't understand how, how you create an email address that didn't never existed before and all of a sudden, like by magic, you wind up getting on all these uh, spam lists. Yeah, like that. Just like that. It's not magic. It's technology. What bots. do you mean by that? Bots do it. Bots? Bots. What's in the bots? Oh, here's one from Larry. I hope you don't put all the Larry emailers in one pint of ale holes. I'm the original Larry. goes back to the hard rock with my beard. She wins all the time, and I'm off to uh, go there at 3 o'clock. We don't care, Larry. Nobody cares. Send us something of interest, something somebody might care about. Not that you're off to the hard rock at 3 o'clock with your beard, okay? Maybe the governor would like to borrow her for a few. He's actually going to go ahead and get married. How do you like that? December 12th. He's got the White House in his sights, baby. Won't that be something to have another Yay. president? Another one? Well, they said that, I think, was it James Buchanan or was it Millard Fillmore? One of those two. I can't remember which one was rumored to be gay. And then, of course, there was always uh, Abby Lincoln. 
biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. <clears throat> this is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <clears throat> the following are headlines of diversion, designed to keep you feeling warm and toasty and safe. Genuine front-page lead headlines compiled over the past seven years, approved by the subservient corporate press. And it worked. Family finds bullet in pork roast. Accused rapist makes victim write him a check. Motorist fines $351 for dummy in carpool lane. Belgian nun reprimanded for wild dancing. Do men really want wives like June Cleaver? Starbucks in space? Does spring make you sexier? Congo rebels eat mountain gorillas. Child killed trying to change TV channel. Odor line. Is it a wet dog? Dung stench? Mothers are again urged to eat more fish. Girl wakes to feast a delivery man pleasuring himself. Prostitutes sew lips together in Bolivia brothel protest. Why does your tummy talk? And what is it trying to say? Monkeys, that fish. A woman becomes pregnant. Endangered male sea dragon is pregnant. Japan wages war on flab. The high price of having too much stuff. Does the Pope wear Prada? The U.S. economy will overcome the debt crisis and keep growing. Or it won't. And my personal favorite, man builds mountain of cheese. Okay, it's uh, 12.02. I just had to do a, an emergency joist. Oh. But I was How? back in plenty of time. Yeah, you, been, yeah you were. I've been smitten here. The pastor of St. Mary's, somebody uh, sent this to me, but I already had it in my pile. But thanks anyway. The pastor of St. Mary Catholic Church in Greenville, South Carolina, is urging parishioners who voted for Barack Obama not to present themselves for communion unless they go to confession first because they've cooperated with intrinsic evil by voting for a candidate who supports abortion rights over a candidate who does not. Uh. Giving new meaning to the term Farbissa The Reverend J. Scott Newman told the Greenville News he doesn't intend to deny anyone communion, but made it clear that his view is that Obama voters should not present themselves without first seeking penance lest they eat and drink their own condemnation. In other words, like that. Oh, last night they had the um, documentary on CNN about Jonestown, Jim Jones. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, so why is this different from all the other uh, poisons? Gullible, gullible people line up by the thousands, by the millions. Newman is the only priest in the U.S. known to have taken this position. The Catholic bishops met this week in Baltimore, and this idea was not even discussed, at least in public session. Newman has posted on his parish site the following letter explaining his rationale, and it goes on and on and on about abortion and uh, yada, yada, yada. And God, our Father, all earthly powers must serve you. Help our President-elect Barack Obama fulfill his responsibilities wordily and well. By honoring and striving to please you at all times, may he secure peace and freedom for the people entrusted to him. 
We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Oh, Jesus Christ, like I said. How do you like that? I like it. Here's one from Eric, who's obviously a little bit confused. He says, you're right, Neil God. Howard Stern sucks. Keep up the good work and congrats with the new contract. Looking forward to listening to you, Eric. And what new contract is he talking about? Oh, you know the one that you're signing with Sirius? Oh, I forgot about that one. They're going to give me two shares, 56 cent. Two shares of stock to sign up. Here's one that says, I would call you, but I'm having a hard time talking. I'm too worried of all the Clinton appointments. It's hard to see the change that was supposed to come when there's no change in your pocket. Anyway, I voted for the white guy, but I'm happy that a brother got the job. Oh, I just hope they didn't set him up for failure so they can confirm the worries about black people. Like we say in Spanish, I'm not going to read it. Not going to read it, Rudy. I don't know what it means. Oh, and here's one from uh, Jimmy. Regardless of Sirius's poor handling of finances and their ridiculous generosity toward a washed-up, out-of-touch, whiny malcontent like Howard Stern, note the previous emailer credited uh, John Stamos with being funny part of the show yesterday, not Howard, I still remain a loyal subscriber and only turn on terrestrial radio when you're on the airwaves. I love that Stern has minimal commercials, uncensored content, and crystal clear signals from coast to coast. While listening to your station, on the other hand, I'm not, if I'm not listening to 45 minutes of commercials every hour, I'm forced to endure an endless stream of god-awful salsa music interfering with the broadcast. I love you, Neil. You're the only show that can pull me away from satellite. Have a great weekend. P.S. Anything else, George? <laughs> yeah. That is so cute. The song I wrote got lost in the hazen with Sirius. It's at the bottom of this email says this from Jay. The market started yesterday at 1 p.m. when large institutions began buying mostly uh, oil stocks in a low-volume environment, so it didn't take much to move the indexes. Bush was scheduled to give a speech on the economy at 2 p.m. Coincidence? Last night, the right-wing tool, Larry Kudlow, went on the air about how the Bush speech was so good it caused the rally. Just another example of how these Wall Street guys have everything rigged in their favor. This is why you put your money in Sealy, Stearns, and Foster. Oh, and then it's got this uh, song that goes on and on. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. And then here's another one about anal bleaching. Well, I didn't realize that we were touching such a sensitive area. Well, you? <laughs> that's a very sensitive area. Anal bleaching. Now, what is this? That last bit sucked. Don't play it again. What, what bit was that? I don't that was know. down 343, by the way. What? I don't remember that far back. Neither do I. Oh, it was the one uh, the Boca bit about headlines. Don't play it again. Oh, okay. Hi, Neil. I love your show. I don't think you need any surgery, but I was wondering what a mexectomy was. So I looked it up, and this is what I found. I also want to know why you think your emails are from fake people. Other than Ann Bishop's email yesterday, how do you really know they're all fake? Kudos to you and Jorge, it says. Oh, and then it's got menectomy. Your search mexectomy didn't match any documents because George just made it up. Although I think it might not be a bad idea. I wonder if that pastor from South Carolina says uh, somebody here, Pedro, also told his Bush supporters they had to do penance for a few years, that their president started and the murders of the uh, Muslim and Christian soldiers alike. He's a hypocritical a-hole. Well, he's a pastor, you know. He's a priest. He's a man of the cloth. He's Chester the Molester. 
Here's what Mark says about bleaching your ass. Anal bleaching shouldn't surprise you with all the other crap people do themselves. I was watching a plastic surgery show, and the so-called doctor had this woman gain 15 pounds so he could suck the fat out of her and put it back in her so she would have a J-Lo ass. Another woman had her breast implants put in through her belly button. Anyway, isn't that why you're sending George money so that Crystal can get a boob lift and a vaginal rejuvenation? Yes. Mark and Kendall. Thanks, Mark. Now, here's one that's very disturbing. Oh, it's from Gyro again. Oh, oh, I give up. I give up. WQAM, hello. I need a time. WQAM, hello. That was a boyfriend that called. He's so silly. Yeah, so are you. He wished you a happy so birthday. So are you. Gyro sends me this, although it is uh, pertinent to my life. Toronto successfully negotiates for a bigger part in Woodbine Slots revenue. How do you like that? Yep. The city will now receive another 10% increase across the board, the same rate given to the racing track's owner and the horse breeders. Jim Cronin, communication director for the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation, which manages the slot machine program, said that all the 17 municipalities of Ontario that host racing track slot machines receive the same percentage of the proceeds. He added that the city receives an additional benefit from the work that the slot machines give. Toronto's got 700 employees who've earned $211 million since the slots facility opened for business about eight years ago. As for the profits, about $356 million have been given to racetrack owners, allowing tracks to improve their facilities and offerings. But Toronto's share is minimum compared with the total profits, which has a total of $550 million in 2006. Councillor Cesar Palacio said that about 75% of that total profit goes directly to the provincial government. Amy Tang the spokesperson for the Public Infrastructure Renewal Minister, David Kaplan, commented that the province has no plan to change the arrangement. Tang commented that the Dalton McGuinney government's been more generous to Toronto compared with the previous Conservative government. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. So, in other words, they're going to tighten the machines even worse. Here comes the bunny, and there goes my money. How do you like that? Yep. Dow is down 333. 209 votes on the poll. Which cosmetic procedure should Neil get? None. Neil is perfect, 77. Why did you put that on there, you little turd, you little tick? And now people are voting on it just to make you mad at me. No, they're voting on it because I'm perfect. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, Anal bleaching, there's 34. Penis enlargement, 24. Of course they are. Stomach stapling, 22. A mexectomy, 17. Sounds like a plan. Hair transplant, 15. Basic facelift, 10. Radiokeratotomy, uh, uh, 6. Droopy eye lift, 3. Lip enlargement, 2. Nose job, 2. And chest hair removal, 1. Out of 213 votes. Oh, here's another one about anal bleaching. I heard the GOP spent another 25000 on anal bleaching for Sarah Palin. It goes to show you that no matter how bleaching is done, you can't make the a-holes in the Republican Party appealing. <laughs> Let's see. Fat Chris did not work the Canes game last night, this says, from Josh Cordes. The fake Josh Cordes. As I was walking in the liquor store, I saw Fat Chris sitting at a window booth at the Denny's next door. I could tell it was Fat Chris because he barely was able to squeeze his rotund ass and jelly belly and man boobs between the table and the booth. From the way his gut was glistening, I expected he needed to smear maple syrup over himself to grease his way into the booth. Well, this goes on. Anyway, the table was completely covered with plates of food. There must have been at least four Grand Slam breakfasts on that table, along with stacks of pancakes smothered in butter, side orders of bacon and sausage, both patties and links, and a Neapolitan mil uh, milkshake, strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. <laughs> I don't see Jolly Joe there, but his car was in the parking lot. Perhaps he was looking for glory holes in the tea room. 
Obviously, Fat Chris is able to work the morning, but he chooses not to. Anyway, your check hasn't gotten here yet. Any chance you could send me the tracking number so I can follow up with FedEx or UPS? I'd really appreciate it. I know you're a busy man, but after all the work I've done to further your career at QAM, assuring my monthly check arrives in a, a timely fashion is not too much to ask. Hi, George, says uh, Josh Cordes, the fake Josh. I see. And then uh, here we got one for once. And, oh, is that similar to a mexorcism? That's Whoa, cute. I didn't realize yeah. that there was a spiritual option for that. Yeah, very spiritual. I know that uh, you know, there's laser surgery. Biggest names. The best talent. I didn't know that a priest could do that. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. Best the best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. All right. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Mackinac. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Cuckoo, baby, let's turn this mother out. Puff, the magic rapper, is on my TV. No one heard of him before, or his name is Puff Daddy. I said that's Puff, the magic rapper, won't be here that long. Not unless he learns to sing or to write a friggin' song. I said, Puff, the magic rapper, is all over MTV. Only because someone shot Notorious B.I.G. That fat guy, maybe someone should tell him making it this way is wrong. Picking at your dead best friends, king flesh and bone. Snoop Doggy Doggy Dog on the ball track. 1216 to QAM. I'm going to lunch. How are you now? Well, I mean, Flea has got a sour attitude today. Surly. Sur Surly is right, and we, he still won't tell us what it's about. Something about he's really tired of all the crap in that place. That's pretty much it, yeah. Is it collective, really? Collective crap. Well, the guy who preceded you, I like well, that I'm not band. sure. Huh? Huh? Let's tell him about Tracy Caraceto. Okay. Now, he used to be a promotions guy at, I at IOD back when we worked there. Correct. Guy. Yes. I shared an office with him when I was the assistant. Very competent. Right. And then they hired him at QAM, and mm -hmm. we warned him. Which, oh, um, you don't want to By the way, here. he had always wanted to work here. I didn't know that there was such a thing, but he had a master's in sports promotion. And really? he always wanted to work at at QAM at the sports that the sports station oh, I see. was a dream. He thought it was like was a, a dream of his. station. Yeah, he didn't uh, last a year, I don't think. Here. He became just like you are you are today, very disenchanted, very distraught when he found out that everything was a uh, was schlock. I think the straw that broke the camel's back it had something to do with that OJ golf tournament, didn't it? That was a, a part of it, but that wasn't all. Because Gouran said, well, Tracy's going to have to take the fall for that because I'm not going to no, do it. That was Sam. That was Sam at the time. Tracy replaced him. The thing about the thing that happened with Tracy, among other things, but what, uh, what finally broke the camel's back was yes. that he had to lie to people all the time when they were calling him up asking, you know, where's my money? Mm -hmm. The quote was, cause, uh, and he was very serious about it when, we, when he was telling me that he was going to have to leave, He's, he, um, he said, George, I've worked with these people for years uh, at the other radio station. They, they give me what I want. They give it to me on time. If I have to make changes, they make it without charging me. These are people that I've built a relationship with, uh, whatever it is, and now, they're, now I have to lie to them. They're calling me asking why the bill hasn't been paid, and I have to lie to them. <laughs> After 60 days, they're calling about why hasn't the bill been paid, and I have to lie to them. I can't, I can't not. Uh, I can't be a part of what's going on here. 
solace enough to make me want to play that bit. Pay your bills, pay your bills. But mm -hmm. we certainly aren't going to do that because I need the money. Oh, don't you dare play that again and that no more fart sounds. Don't play that. Corporate doesn't want that on the air. And don't do this and don't do that. Ho, ho, but have a good show, Neil. Here's one from Robert. I think we ought to get a million emails about Howard Stern, okay? And I don't really care what you say. Maybe you think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's sure making a lot more money than we'll ever make, any of us. Sure. All put together. But I, I just don't see it. I, I didn't hear it when he was on this station, and I didn't hear it when I was uh, driving up here that time with the, oh, in the car being force-fed that crap for hours. Why did my close personal friend Dave do that to me, huh? Force me to listen to that. I don't know. This is a real New I, I guy who is part of the show, who is leaving, going on and on about his drug problems and where he used to buy his drugs. It, it, it wasn't funny. It wasn't interesting. It, it wasn't captivating. It was crap. It was just a caca that filled up a lot of time. That's all. Kind of like what we do. Only at least one, once in a while on this show, <laughs> we get a little chuckle, you know. Robert says, you are absolutely correct about Howard Stern. Back in the mid to late 80s, before he became the king of all media and signed the $80 trillion with Sirius, Howard's radio show was a hoot. Howard and the rest of the gang would come up with great skits, and the show was freaking hilarious. Unfortunately, he's now become the king of mailing it in. Oh, what would Defoe think about that? When Defoe was on, I know I've repeated this many times, but when he was on the air with Phil Saltzman on IOD, on the Paxton IOD, and I was in the hallway, and I heard, and the monitor was on. They actually listened to the station there. And I heard them going on about how Dave Johnson has gotten so lazy about his race calling that he just mails it in most of the time. Now, Phil is a good guy and, uh, you know, did a good job at Calder with that very New York-y sound of his, but he's a good guy. But for those two to be sitting there knocking Dave Johnson, one of the great race callers of all time, and a good friend of ours, too, by the way, it just, I just don't get it. It would be like me sitting here ripping Howard Stern, you know. Joey says, do you still have my Four Seasons theme song? This is the fake Joey Reynolds. Did you catch my best of the other night with Soupy Sales and Wink Martindale? No, I missed that, Joey. Damn it. And no, I don't have your Joey Reynolds. I don't have that anymore. Look at that phone. Boy, oh boy, dead as a freaking doornail. But I clicked that email thing on there. That's going to save the last hour and 40 minutes today, but who's counting? You'll see. Outlook Express, there's two of them on there. How do you like that? The fake Greg Budell, by the way, has crapped out Sonny Fox now that he's been outed by the... I see. By the informer. What is it? What informer? The Phantom The Phantom, informer. yes. Now, now, where was that from? That, that was from QAM. That was from the Greg Reed days, right? Chronic and Coco says, what about man-boob removal surgery? You could use it. I survived it. George needs it. Very popular these days. Man-boob removal surgery. I don't need it. I don't want to. Yeah, I think that's called a mansectomy. A man did what to you? <laughs> Why didn't George have his foreskin clipped at the same time as his vasectomy? Doesn't he know that most chicks freak out when they see foreskin? That's However, the gay world foreskin is admired, so it begs the question, is George gay straight or confused? They're just obsessed <clears throat> with that business. Well, trying to, that faggot know. there is very wrong about what women feel. Right. In addition to which, around the world, most guys are uncircumcised. That anyway, is correct. So. The overwhelming majority. I've never heard a complaint. Really? Really. Here's on, one on that says, oh, Mr. Radio, Mr. Radio says, for the world to know. I have no life. Oh, why does this man keep coming back and back and back? I have boxes full of tapes of your show from WYNZZ and WYOD. Please let me know if you're looking for any old bits. 
that I can digitize an email to George. I'd like to help. It's the least I can do for all the years of enjoyment. No. Are we looking for old bits? Well, that Joey Reynolds thing you just mentioned. Yeah, the Joey Reynolds uh, clip. Joey, the Four Seasons Joey Reynolds song. Right. I mean, we got we got Joey a little bit in here. Joey's days are done. I played that yesterday, didn't I? After we got the first 400 emails from the fake Joey Reynolds. I, I have my nose up Neil's ass. And we got... I am that hemorrhoid. And that's pretty much it, Joey. Your loyal listener, Dr. Al, is back. I voted for no surgery, not to, not, not only to be a suck-up, but because I'm just philosophically opposed to all the cosmetic surgery being done nowadays. Me too, Dr. Al. The ads for various plastic surgery options have become ubiquitous on TV lately, although I do enjoy seeing the aftershots of breast enlargement procedures. On the other hand, if you can find a procedure that will make you look like the photo just above your picture circa 1988 on your website, go for it. Make me look like the photo... Oh, make me look like Brady Quinn, I guess he's talking about. Yeah, let, let me know what surgery that is, okay? I'd pay a lot for that. I'd pay a lot for Brady Quinn. Hey, Brady, he don't need me. Here's one that says, from Michael, I want to know if you can allow me to invest my money in your country as your partner. Oh, how many zillions of those do I get every single day? What, what, where did that start? What is that all about besides scam? It started when email from? started. Really? Well, you know, there were always uh, regular mail scams, as you know. These kinds of things would show up in people's regular mail. But now you can, like, automate the process. Now you can reach way more people, and it's cheap. You don't have to uh, pay for any postage. I'm waiting for the first 500 emails about Howard Stern. Neil at neilrogers.com. There's nothing on there. There's nothing coming in, even defending, even people that love Howard, that pay money to hear that. Anything else, Robin? Every day. Because maybe you and I are just humorless. What about Flea? What do you think of the Stern Show? Have you listened to it recently, last hundred years? Yeah, I have serious. Um, yeah, it's gotten ponderous. Now, do you remember the days when he used to be, you know, like on terrestrial radio, back when he was able to do his thing? Yeah. And he was funny as hell. It was a great show. Yeah, he was good. Was. Imus also was good about 600 years ago. I know that's hard. It's very difficult for anybody to believe, especially you. Maybe in honor of that, we'll play Freeway and Spigot after the break. Or maybe not. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Sports leader? It's Friday, you bastard. Learned about that house doubt. Listen. It's warm, huh? I'll say. You uh, come here often? Pardon me? Have you been here before? No, first time. Uh, what's your name? Freeway. Freeway, that's nice. I'm Spigot. Pleased to meet you, Spigot. I'm here. Ah, you uh, here to get uh, clean or what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Hmm. You uh, work around here? I'm a waiter, but actually I'm an actor, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's tough, isn't mm. it? You probably need to relax. Oh, I'll say, but, you know, with everything that's in the news and all, it's just... Hey, tough. you can start relaxing right now, Freeway. I uh, brought something. Ooh, uh... Sheath. Mm -hmm. And Freeway, not just any sheath, either. Look. <gasps> wow, gold lame. <laughs> Pretty kicky <laughs> condom, huh? Mm. But here's the most important part, Freeway. Mm. The Protect label. Protect, huh? Aren't those endorsed by the uh, City Council of San Francisco? Absolutely. You know the Protect slogan, don't you? I sure do. Mm -hmm. 
Certified safe by the city by the bay. <laughs> well, what do you say? Darn. Look at that. I dropped the soap again. Oh. I'll get it. <laughs> you bet your life he will. And with confidence. Because Freeway and Spigot have condom sense. Don't let worry spoil those chance meetings in public showers. Always carry Protect. P-R-O-C-E-C-T. Keep my mind free as can be. P-R-O-C-E-C-T. Been down with no apology. Don't doubt. Know what it's all about. The Protect Sheep. So they won't send you a wreath. Condoms, a division of Black Flag House and Garden Pest Control Division. Hola. Situation safe since 1887. Hola. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Neil, I was just thinking of the what I I used to call the what I call now the Golden Age Radio back when you were at IOD. Yeah. I mean, really, come on, man. Sally Fitz, Rick Sanchez, Mr. Ego. Uh, who could? Well, well, let me ask you this: What does Sally Fitz and Rick Sanchez have to do with IOD? That was that was father, man. I mean, for your he, father. He, that was father for your show. Mm-hmm. Remember, Al Rantel used to pretend he was gay. He wasn't pretending. Well, but back then he kind of pretended because he looked. People didn't want to believe you were. Sir, what what are you talking about? He kind of pretended. What are you talking about? His so-called friends dragged him out of the closet on the air on the light bulb. What are you talking about? Golden Age. I mean, you yeah, the play... you know something. I think you've reached the Golden Age because your mind is turning to Jello, to tapioca pudding. It was the Golden Age. Alice pretended to be gay. He ain't pretending, okay? What is this man talking about? The Golden Age of radio. Yeah, the Golden Age. Sally Fitz and Rick Sanchez. It was fodder for your fodder. You, sir, are a nitwit. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going today? Okay. Hey, a possible idea for a future poll. You probably have already done it. But mm-hmm. like uh, worst American slogans or catchphrases, you know, like uh, God bless America. It doesn't make any well, like sense. USA. USA. Yeah, love it or leave it. Uh, Republican yeah. chant. USA. Uh, yeah. A penny earned is a penny saved. It's a penny. Mm-hmm. Crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You've probably already done it. I like, thing, speaking of pennies, I, here's a poll I like. What's the smallest denomination coin you would bend over to pick up if you dropped it? Uh, a Turkish lira. See, he won't even give me a straight answer to that. Turkish taffy. I think he wants to take a Turkish bath with a... What's his Ooh. name? What was his name? David, Davis? Brad. Brad Davis. He was pretty hot. Was Not he? so hot anymore, though. But uh, what's the smallest denomination coin? I would say a quarter. Well, Mr. Big Shot, I'll pick up a penny. Get out of here. Are you cereal? I mean, it depends on where I drop it. Like, if I'm at, uh, you know, some sort of a drive-thru or something like that, I'm not opening my door and uh, getting no, out I'm of the No, I'm talking about, like, if you're in a, walking in a mall or something. I'm not going to pick up a penny walking in a mall, no. I'll pick up a nickel. Nickel? What about yeah. you, Flea? Yes. See, he's not even paying any attention to what we're talking about. What? He's not even paying attention to what I just asked you. What is it that you're doing? Everyone. Diddling. In other words, the show is that boring to you that you can't even listen to what I'm talking about. No, obnoxious Mark is in there hawking him a chinic about some appearance he's got to go to. Mark. Oh, you haven't met Mark. Just wait. Crazy Mark. We have another lunatic in the sales department. Is that it? No, no. He's part of the promotional staff. But But he he is a lunatic. Yeah. (laughs) I call him Loud Mark. Oh. 
Get your promotion people out of there, okay? We're doing a radio show. We're on the air. I'll go get the package. Get Although, George needs to remind me, don't ask you any questions because you won't respond. What? what? Yeah, exactly. Peter in Miami says, Boy, I got three emails about Stern. Now, wouldn't you think, uh, being as popular as he is making all those trillions of dollars, that people might take exception to what I said or agree with it or, like, something? That there would be, like, a, a hundred emails about that? No. So evidently, our people have all gone. You know, they were here on my birthday a week ago on Wednesday, but now they're all gone. Once they're gone, they're just gone. That frosts my fat ass a little bit, you know what? Pete in Miami says Stern sucked even more even when he was at his best. That show is for sophomores in high school or mental midgets. Stern sounds like a 15-year-old kid in the gym locker room, but I guess that's why he is or was so popular. I think the amount anybody listens to Stern is inversely proportional to how much they get laid, since it's always the hard-up ones who constantly talk about women and their parts. That's correct. Guys who aren't getting any, they talk about it a lot. Guys who are getting all they need, they uh, don't need to talk about it. It says, you make Stern look like a vegetable, and anyone who compares you to him is a complete dumbass, says Pete. Well, thanks, Pete. Thanks for kissing my dumbass. I make him look like a vegetable? What does that mean? I don't know. Our goal of another one of our chronics says, Howard is now all hype. He's the master of hype, baby. He's the king of all hype. And for $50 million a year, I'd put a nose on like that and that hair and the whole deal and hype my brains out. 27 cents a share. And I thought that the merger was supposed to put them over the top, you know, because they were going to have all those additional subscribers, you know, and ba-ba-ba-ba-bee-bee-bee-bee, bee, 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 right? Yep. 27 cents a share. Mr. Radio, though, on the other hand, of course, because he likes everybody on the air, maybe Mr. Radio will send me a list of names of people on the air that he didn't like. Probably be a short list. Listen to Howard Stern nearly every day, just like I listen to you, says Mr. Radio. Let me know if you'd like me to send air checks of the show. No, thanks. We'll pass. Air checks of the Stern show. Oh, he's still very funny, but you have to be a regular listener to get a lot of the humor. R.D. Lang is a great sidekick. He was probably the one talking about the drug story. It was ponderous, man. It went on and on and on, and I'm waiting for something humorous, something interesting. It went on, and then, and then they replayed the whole thing later on again, because they played it over and over again. Fred Norris is a genius with the sound effects. I've been taking it easy with the emails, trying not to be too chronic, says Mr. Radio. Well, feel free to be as chronic as you want, because believe you me, even on a topic like this, even about the king of all uh, hype, very minimal response here. Just, oh, here's one from our friend Phil Lanzman. Is it from the real Phil Lanzman? He says, isn't it funny that the so-called king of all media has become so irrelevant? Coming from someone who used to cut school to listen to him on WNBC, it's a shame he's so unfunny and lazy now. Why Sirius dumped so much money on him and screwed us stockholders is beyond me. A lot of dummies in our business, says Phil. Thanks, Phil. I bet you that's the real Phil Lanzman. You think? Sounds right. Well, how do you know anymore? You don't. And the answer is you don't. That's the anonymity of email. I was just telling you that a couple days ago. Total anonymity. You can make a, You can pretend to be George Washington for crying out loud, or George Washington Carver. Oh, here's Ricky Ticky Sanchez. I have an extra ticket to the Dolphin game this weekend against the Raiders. What about we both get drunk at the game, then I drive around in a parking lot at Joe Robbie Stadium? Well, first of all, it's Dolphin Stadium now, Ricky Ticky. Wouldn't you think we'd have a million emails about Stern? And maybe uh, not that many people listen to him of our audience anymore. Or maybe we just don't have any audience anymore. I think oh, yeah, that's that could it. be. Do you remember the cum we used to have? Oh yeah. You look at the I remember, now. And you... I remember bonuses. Oh, forget about it. Now, now you're I, just I know. talking I know. silly. Hey. Now you're talking like a silly person. That's right. Just stretch that check. I, in fact, I made it out of plastic. 
So you can stretch it as far as you can, yeah. Stretch it. I remember the day we used to have this humongous cube. Now you look at the whole damn station's cube, you could fit them in a phone booth. People, living and breathing people, don't listen to AM radio. If they listen to radio at all, terrestrial radio, they listen to FM. People under the age of 100. I told you this years ago. And, of course, since we got our promotions genius sitting there, our promotions maven, uh, the only way we're going to ever get any numbers back is to get some new audience, expand the universe. And you can't do that just sitting on your ass and, and uh, preaching to the choir, rehashing the same cum over and over and over again. That's, that's what we do. Yep. Oh, Mr. Radio is back again. If you don't like Howard Stern, who do you like? Give me a name. Do you like Phil Henry? Do you like Bob and Tom? What kind of content do you want? Here's Mr. Radio ripping off Stan Major. I love Bob and Tom, but then again, also, too, their balls have been cut off. I also liked loved Phil when he was doing his shtick. But then again, he decided to sell out to the right wing. Give me a name. What kind of content do you want between your legs? The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. So that's me. Hey, it's Howard. Howard Spam. From MSNBC, let's play hardball. <laughs> Today's a day. All the insults and name calling stops. It's very sad. It's election day 2008. Gotta get out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Obviously, that's not true if you watch my program. Of course, I care who you vote for. Chickens know who I'm supporting. <laughs> All morning long, we're gonna talk to people who just voted to find out if we can see who's gonna be the next president of the United States. Sir, can you tell me who you voted for? Uh, Go ahead. I, I can't tell you. I wanna know. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell. Stop. Go ahead. Let me talk. I'm trying. It's a satellite. No, we're standing right next to Go each ahead. other. I'm waiting for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you very much. You can tell the people are all popped up for the election. Got a lady standing next to me wearing a Sarah Palin button. What the hell's wrong with you? Go ahead. Tell me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why are you wearing a Sarah Palin button? Go ahead. You're weak. Get away from me. Push back. I'm eating nothing but sugar all day to make sure I don't lose my high. I'm pumping oatmeal raisin cookies like they were crack. I've already taken two packs of no-dose and down two four-liter bottles of Joe Cola. I can't feel anything. Has no effect on me. Truth be told, I haven't slept since Halloween. I've been playing cards with Al Frank and Alec Baldwin, Bruce Springsteen, and John Cook and Mellencamp. <laughs> I know John doesn't like to use all three names, but I can't remember what to call him, so I just love them all together. <laughs> we have a great time together. Alec Baldwin opens up the hotel window and screams the F-bomb at passing Republicans, and then he sat down and ate a whole rhinoceros. <laughs> Our friend Al Franken seems a little depressed and despondent. Doesn't think he's going to win his race for senator in Minnesota. Those are the same people who elected a wrestler governor. Bruce Springsteen let me try his pants with a flag on the ass. I couldn't get one cheek into him. Got to wrap this up. After sitting here talking to you, I can understand why people hate the sound of my voice. It's disturbing. <laughs> I'm Chris Matthews. I'm SMPC. And you're disturbing. 1247 at 560 WQM. Don't forget we got uh, the big O and Mad Dog doing their shows from Carolina Alehouse this afternoon. You going to be there? I'm not. Nope. Why not? What about you, Flea? I will not be there. Why not? It's a promotions thing. Don't our promotions people generally show up on appearances? I have to be at Comp USA in Deerfield. For what? A promotion. And what are you promoting there? The Dog Pound. You can win tickets to the Dolphins and maybe Super Bowl tickets. And how does anybody know about that? Well, there's liners running on it, and they uh, it's on their there website. Are? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. Did you, have you, George? 
Nope. nope. We'll be there from 5 to 7 in Deerfield Beach. Where are their liners running? Uh, during this show? No, for some reason, uh, we don't <laughs> run liners during your show. Your show is a, uh, is a promotional black hole. Yeah, our, our show is a black hole, all right. As in blacklisted by the sales department and by management. And, of course, Lee is the one who told us that. He's the one that ratted them out. Yeah, you know what they said about your show in the sales uh, meeting this week? Nothing. What do they say? Nothing. Think your way off on what you're saying about Howard Stern, says Brian in Connecticut. I've been listening to him since he was in Hartford, Connecticut at WCCC. He is funny and has surrounded himself with some very funny people. Fred is great with his writing witness so quick on his sound effects. Robin's got a quick wit and also keeps the show moving. Artie is great on his own and is a good storyteller. I understand Howard's not for everyone. There are a lot of people out there who don't get his humor, and those, or those of us who think that... But those of us who get it think Howard is great. I guess you got what you wanted, though, some publicity and a few people to listen to you, says Brian in Connecticut. Well, what the hell does that mean? I don't know. Brian in Connecticut, who obviously must be listening online. Why are you making the effort to listen online when I'm such a schmuck, Brian? What does Howard Stern have to do with a few people listening to me? I don't know. Brian. And I'm still waiting for Mr. Radio to tell me, give me a list of the people in the business he doesn't like. Huh? Huh? Who don't you want between 4 and 2 and 6, Mr. Radio? Huh? Oh, here's the Council on Hemispheric Relations. That's one of my favorite. Jason says, if you want more listeners, you need to give away tickets to games. I know I'd get, I'd want to get tickets to the Dolphins game. Well, guess what? We don't got them and you ain't getting them, Jason. He signs it, Jason De Niro. Well, go steal some De Niro and maybe you can uh, buy some tickets of your own. Or maybe uh, Flea will come over to your house and bring you some tickets. Sure. You want to bring Jason some tickets? Absolutely. Okay, he'll be over around uh, 8 o'clock after he finishes his appearance at CompUSA. That was quite a comment, quite a line you had there. Our show is a black hole in promotions. Well, just as it is in the sales meetings, too. Right. So, in other words, nobody in promotions brings up the show either? I, I, thought you, I thought you were the promotions director. I've brought it up. And? It just seems to kind of go away. Well, what is that? Quit playing that damn thing in the back. That thing just pisses me off when I hear that. It's just an excuse for people who don't want to say something. Well, what does that mean it goes away? I don't get any support. From? Sales. And? Management. And? That's pretty much it. Well, those are the people that we need support from. I even had to do a, a, a bait and switch to get you on the cover of those uh, Verizon phone books. Because what? they want, they wanted to put somebody else on the uh, the cover of the Verizon phone books, and I switched it out and put your show on there instead. What What are you talking about? The cover of the Verizon phone book? Like this is something we know about? I thought I told George about it. Yeah, you went out on nine hundred thousand uh, Verizon phone book covers, uh, your show, and it was supposed to be something else, but I switched it. Well, thanks so much. Wasn't that nice of Flea? Mm-hmm. Step on him. No, he's way over there. Here's one from Bill. Says, I was wrong. I was a self-confessed racist who still voted for Obama. Even though I was a diehard Hillary supporter, our country really surprised me. I thought there was no chance in hell he would get elected. Thank God. Thank Neil God he did. Anyway, for your poll, how about all of the above? Yeah, I could use all of the above. Here we go from Mike. I followed Howard over to Sirius from the beginning. I stopped listening this past summer and canceled Sirius. The reasons are as follows. One. Over the summer, they take a vacation every six weeks. 
to Artie Lang, Artie Lang as a ponderous loser. Drugs, fat, I'm leaving the show, I'm not leaving the show. Oh, go away, Artie, you suck. Yeah, that must be what I was listening to that day when we were driving up here back in May. Artie going on about how he was leaving and all his drug problems and drug deals. Oh, it, w it was enough to make you kill yourself. Three, Howard has disconnected his political comments on taxes, his comments on hanging out in the Hamptons every weekend, and his over-the-top wedding. I remember when Howard connected with the uh, audience. Now he has lost touch. You've lost touch with the audience, Howie. Four, the only fresh comedy the show has is Sal and Richard, and because of Howard's ego, he'd rather play replays of shows from the 80s on Fridays instead of giving them the microphone. Anyhow, I'm in agreement with you. He's lost touch, and Sirius most likely won't last if we slip into depression. Thanks, Mike. How do you like that? 27 cents a share, baby. Dr. Al, I'm still waiting for um, Mr. Radio to give me a list of people on the air he doesn't like. He hasn't come up with one yet. Not one. That's how much of a groupie you are, Mr. Radio. Anybody whose voice you hear on the air. I bet you even loves Gilbert. <laughs> Probably got naked pictures of Gilbert on the wall in the tea room. Dr. Al, I'm hopelessly chronic. Yes, you are. Two emails in one day, but I had a comment on Howard Stern. Why does anyone want to listen to beautiful, sexy women undress on radio? It's crazy. WQM does the same thing when they have the heat dancers on. If I could see them, I might want to watch. But on the radio, yeah, it's like Ron and Ron, you know, with those skanky whores they had on. Ooh. Oh, skanky is an understatement. The one exception is George, who has Lucy on, who sounds attractive. But uh, that's worth listening to just because she and George have good chemistry. They're usually really funny to listen to. I won't email a third time today. Two is my limit. Thank God, Dr. Al. Thank the Lord. But there are no other ones in the view there. It's empty. Even Mr. I tell you, you really know you've lost it when Mr. Radio won't even respond again. Oh, geez. Yeah. And that's because he doesn't want to criticize anybody because he, he's afraid that they'll turn on him. As if we know who the hell he is or care. Here's Jimmy. You're the best. Stern can't hold a jockstrap to you. See, that, that ass-kissing stuff isn't what I'm looking for. I don't put myself in the same league with Stern, who's making $80 trillion a year and got more listeners in five minutes than we have in six months. We could have been contenders, but then again, we got Norma, you know, and then we got Jolly Joe Bell. Big Pimping Ray says, Howard sucks because everything he says is second-guessed by a fat black lady who looks like Fat Rich. Oh, Fat Chris. Although I wish your show wasn't censored so you could say... Ducci bag without the old hag in the office telling you you can't say those two words together. Tell her to go get with Fat Chris and stop her whining. Maybe she should, she should go get Botox, and she might look better than the cheap 79th Street hooker she looks like now, says Big Pimping Ray. They say you look like a hooker, Joyce. They hate you like poison. Oh, here's one, anal bleaching. All this talk about anal <laughs> bleaching has me all excited, says the fake Dwight Lauderdale. And thinking back to the days of George's obsession of eating, we can't say it. Eating blank. We can't say ass. No. I know it'll be difficult to play the Taste Like a Penny song. Not difficult, impossible. But my old anchor pal, that's the big bull dyke in the sky, and Bishop would love it as well. Well, too bad, fake Dwight. Oh, here's Mr. Radio. I don't like most radio talk shows these days. They all suck. It's not like uh, the good old days, Neil. Yeah, the, what did the guy call them? The golden days? The glory, the glory hole days. Yes, the golden age. I mostly like you. Oh, what a suck up. Howard. Phil Henry, Jim Phillips, oh, and a few others. The right-wingers suck. List of people I don't like. Rush, Footy, Jimmy F Syphilis, Steve Kane, Todd Schmidt, Dr. Laura, Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, and Joyce Kaufman. Well, I, I don't know about Joyce. I've never heard her. But all the others are just right-wingers, so what, what's, what's the point of that? 
I'm not talking about political philosophy. I'm talking about people who are not good broadcasters, people you don't like on the air, Mr. Radio. You're supposed to be the radio maven, the expert, and you can't even finger that. I guess maybe he's got his appointment for his anal bleaching. He can't get his finger out of it. <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't that bizarre? Think of all the zillions of people who have oh, been yeah. on the air since Mr. Radio's been a groupie, since he's had his thing in the radio socket. And he can't come up with one other than philosophical that he doesn't like. Like Depot, for example. How about Depot, Mr. Radio? Mepo. Hey, Mepo. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hi, this is Brady Quinn. I like to shave my legs, arms, and buns while listening to the Neil Rogers 1 and 2 hour. You fairy. I'm Brady's out. Oh. I want some win. You ain't seen no man quite like Brady Quinn. Okay, maybe we can get Matt Castle to break in the grand opening of Arnold's Royal Castle. What do you think? Ooh. That sound like a plan? Sure does. Doesn't it sound like a good fit? Oh, so anyway, Brian in Connecticut says, wait, wait till you hear this. This is just the best. The reason I'm listening to you now on the Internet is because someone posted on the Stern fan network that you were bashing Howard Stern. Is there a Neil Rogers fan network? No, Brian, my ego isn't that big. I'm not that desperate. You know, these these people that go on there and they post every minute of every show that he does. And Howard just farted and Howard just burped and Howard did this. And Robin just uh, took a big dump and, well, you know, like every second. And so it didn't take very long before they got on the Stern Fan Network to say, You were bashing Howard Stern. How dare you? Sacrilegious. Is there a Neil Rogers Fan Network? Are you kidding yeah. me, Brian? Right here. We're all, we're all here. That's it. Me and uh, Flea. We thought Flea. Me but he admitted that he sandbags us in the promotion. Me and Flea. Uh, maybe Chris. I'm not sure about him. No, I'm in. I'm in a network. I'm in. No, you're not. Okay, I'm out. You're in and out. That's what I hear. That's what Jolly Joe Bell says. You and Fat Chris both in and out. A lot. 297 votes on the poll. What cosmetic procedure should Neil get? None. Neil is perfect. 112 butt kissers. That's Flea put that on there. Don't look at me. I didn't put it on there. Anal bleaching, 49. 
Penis enlargement, 34. Stomach stapling, 30. About 30, man. A mexectomy, 21. Hair transplant, 20. Basic facelift, 12. Radiokeratotomy, 8. Droopy eye lift, uh, lift, 4. Nose job, 3. Chest hair removal, 2. And lip enlargement, 2. 297. What do we have on the first one? 9-something? Like 920? Oh, well, what do you know? 918. Pretty close. Like I said, you're pretty right on top of it. 918. What do we got on the current one? 301. 301. Boy, I bet you fat Chris is going to be upset about this. 1219. We're not going to make 1300 like we did yesterday during the show, but that's okay. It's Friday. It's Friday, but they're listening to Connecticut because the Stern, uh, what is it? The, the uh, Stern fans? Fan Network. Oh. Have you ever looked at that thing? No. I mean, you talk about the expression. I have no line. I mean, every every breath of air he takes, they have to write it up. Oh, Howard just took a deep breath. I wonder if he's going to die. Howard did this. Howard. Every second of every show. Robert says, since your show is such a black hole at the station, have you considered anal bleaching? He says, seriously, I think that the Howard Stern show jumped the shark when Jackie the Joke Man Martling left the show. Maybe that's what we need is Jackie the Joke Man. Oh, God. The second most unfunny human being on the planet. Really? He's horrible. Here's one from Jingleheimer Jones, who says, Howard Stern is king. Please stop your ranting about Howard Stern. I didn't know that I was ranting about him. I was expressing a negatory opinion. Sounded like a rant. He still has a large audience for a pay service, something nobody in the industry, including you, would be capable of. That's right. Nobody would pay two cents to listen to this show, especially what they've turned it into now. At least Howard Stern doesn't read the paper for four hours a day. God forbid, Neil, that you actually put some effort into your show, says Jingleheimer Jones. Well, guess what, Jingleheimer? That's my response to you, and I just mailed it to you. Neil, I have serious listened to Howard, but at 10 o'clock, Howard goes off and you're on. No one can ever replace you. Ed Kissing Big and Homestead. Big suck up. Nick says, my friend Marty and I, many, many others, think you are wasting your talent if you don't go to a larger market. Perhaps FM, Sirius, or Nationwide somehow. Oh, yeah. Go to a, uh, go to Sirius. Walk in the door there in New York. Please consider, because you have more listeners than you think. Been listening for 15 plus years. Sorry, I like the tapes not. Oh, I see. I like tapes not, George. I see. One word, Ray Stern. It says overrated. I think you're just jealous that he's making $50 million a year. I know I am. I'm not jealous of that show or the ego. Oh, he's got a massive ego. Oh, it's the Stern. Uh, oh, Mr. Radio, people who suck on the ear. Uh, here we go. And you're not going to be too happy about this. George, Joe Z, Don Bailey Jr., and Jimmy Syphilis. How do you like that? Whatever. From Mr. Radio, no less. What? Oh, gee, Mr. Radio. Yeah, if I were you, I'd, I'd be... I, I can't. i, I got to leave. i got to go cry. Go with Flea out in the hallway and have a good geshry. This one too long. I'm printing it out. Here's one from Steve. I was driving and caught Phil Henry on WIOD the late hour last uh, at night last week. He talked about how he voted for Obama and apparently has flip-flopped again and is not for the uh, GOP party anymore. Good God. Talk about a waffler. I guess better late than never to come back to his senses. He definitely is not as funny as he used to be, though. Love your show, Neil. Hope you enjoy the music I send you periodically, George. Cursive guy Steve. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. 
absolutely. P.S. If you were in front of a firing squad, had to pick between Glengarry, Glen Ross, and Network, which movie would stay? Just a stupid question during the time on my hands today, says Steve. Is that Steve that sent us the video? Sounds like the guy. What's his last name? What's it start with? It doesn't have a last oh, name. Okay. It's got Automaton72 is his email. No? Well, I did not memorize his email. Well, why not? What the hell's wrong uh, with you? You know, I smoke oh, a lot here's of another dope. one about stirring. Good. These people are a little bit slow. God, are they slow. Maybe these, you know, you keep telling me the emails come in real fast. I don't believe it. Joe Bell here. Ho, ho, ho. Flea hates your show and you and George. Ho, ho. I'm still your friend, though. Ho, ho, ho. Says Jolly Joe. Oh, for, for Neil's pool. Neil should get a high colonic. I love the way they spelled it. Or maybe that's Hickolonic. You ever get a Hickolonic? Just this morning. Here, let me print these out. I hate reading them off the damn monitor. Oh, and Mr. Radio is back again. Oh, Jesus, God. Here's the link the guy was talking about. I don't want the link. Jesus, God! The link to the Stern Fan Network. You must be a crazy person, Mr. Radio. You, you know something? I've been doing this for a long time. I've been in Miami for 32 and a half years. I've been in radio since I was 17 years, almost 50 years. But people who are obsessed with radio, radio groupies, make me want a caca. Including you, Mr. Radio. Oh, here's the link. Here's the I don't want no link. I don't need to check out the, the Stern fan website. I'm not interested. I know that comes as a great shock to you, Mr. Radio. You, uh, you, you idiot. Okay, here's one. I've listened to your show for 20 years. I find you very entertaining and very talented, the way you've been able to evolve with all the constant roadblocks hurled at you. This said, to compare you to Howard's like comparing AAA baseball team to the Yankees. I, uh, I agree. Oh, Howard is by far the most talented, entertaining radio broadcaster ever. Wow. His show is now as good or better than ever. Now I totally disagree. That's crap. He hardly takes calls. He manages to keep you listening with his cast of characters and misfits, a.k.a. Whack Pack, from Gary the uh, Retard to Daniel uh, something or other of the KKK, to the endless interviews with celebrities where he asks questions during his interviews you'd never hear asked anywhere else. His interviews are the best. Many revelations about celebrities have been outed on his show, i.e. Howie Mandel's OCD about being a germaphobe. I wish you had the same free range he does. I'd love to listen to your show unrestricted by Joyce and the FCC. Bottom line, Howard is the best many fellow broadcasters cast down upon him for no other reason than jealousy. Hope you can make it to Sirius before you croak. Take care of fan before you croak. Yeah, that sounds like a real fan to me. And guess what? I ain't going to Sirius. They don't want me and I don't want them. At 27 cents a share. What did I tell you about people paying for radio way back in the beginning? People sure. used to ask me about that. And from the very beginning, I said, I don't think so. I mean, if you can get great... Hot sex every day for free. Why would you go out and pay for it? Right. A fan. Big Joe in Boynton Beach says, a long-time listener since the Zadie Days, 87. Actually met you once at the 1999 Best of Neil sale at the Sawgrass Mall. I've called a couple of times. Usually can't think of anything interesting to say. Also a fellow sugar addict and lifetime dieter. Holy Schmidt, I guess at 41 I'll just be fat forever. Big Joe in Boynton Beach. Well, thanks, Big Joe. Oh, that's it. I thought there was a whole bunch more Howard stuff on there. How dare you to be knocking the king of all media? How dare you? We're going to report you to the... Uh... Brandon says, not the real Brandon. Hey, Neil, I could be mistaken, but I thought I saw you on LemonParty.org. Well, what is that? Some kind of a fruit thing? I don't get it. 
Google it. Lemonparty.org. Come on, do something like Jackie the Joke Man would do. Lemonparty.org. There is a sale at Tiger Direct, yada, yada, yada. Oh, my God. Now I'm getting these things on here, too? Oh, all right. Yeah, you don't want to I'm not doing party. anything that yeah. uh, you tell me to do ever again. Uh, wow, what's Lemon Party? I'm not uh, going to do You You Google it. You go there. Since you don't have any dolphin tickets, how about some Panther tickets for Friday? I'll meet you at the game, says Jason. No, I'm not coming down here, Jason. And especially if you're going to be there. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. Party. Oh, yeah, Lemon. Yeah. It's Friday, you bastards. Good morning, Sony Music. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Matola, please. And you are. <laughs> Michael Jackson. And you are. The King of Pop. And you were given that title by... Myself. Oh. And uh, this isn't regarding... Uh, Getting out of my contract. Please hold. Hello. Hello, it's Michael. Michael who, Bolton? No, 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 no. I told you, grow the hair back, we'll talk. No, no, it's Michael. Michael Damien? Rock off, kid. No, no, Michael Jackson. Oh, sweet mother of invention. Listen, uh, Mr. Matola, I want to talk to you man to man. Okay, put him on. No, I mean me and you. Oh, uh, all right, what? Uh, uh, Please let me out of my contract. I can't do that, Michael. Why? Because you didn't use any of my promotional ideas. Michael, your promotional ideas were horrible. I can't give away a llama for every CD sold. Actually, I could have run with that. You only sold about four copies. (laughs) What about my idea of using Macaulay Culkin in Times Square as a human pogo stick? Look, what you two sickos do in your spare time is none of my business. You have to let me out of my contract. Listen, Michael, I got to go. I got Corey Feldman in my office. This kid's sitting on a hit. Have you heard it? It's called Megaloman. It's very mean and hurtful. Hey, look, the kid's a little rough in the face department, but we could trick him up. Easier to fix his face up than fix your last album. Ain't no message could have been any clearer, Timmy Matulia. It's Tommy Matola. Tommy, a willow deeply scarred. Somebody's broken hearted. Michael, I gotta go. You gotta look at your no, man no, in the no. I'm asking I you gotta to go. Change your ways. One seventeen at five sixty WQAM. Happy Friday to you. Happy Shavuos. How about those uh, canes, huh? <laughs> How many people were there last night, Flea? What are they announcing attendance as? How many empty seats? How many thousand? About thirty man. empty seats. A lot. I think there's a little over 40,000 there. Wow. In Dolphin Stadium where they could have packed in 70,000, 80,000? Yep. Pretty weak. Pretty weak. And they're 7-3 and three now? Yeah. The Keens? Here's one from Sparky who says, Listening to Goldie the other day as he was filling in for the Big O, and the topic turned to you. Goldie now refers to you as 50 cents, 50 cents for bowing down to Fat Jolly Joe and giving up half your contract. Also, I believe the word half man was used. Pretty ballsy coming from the Squeakmeister. Also, Howard Sperm blows. Cough beast cost half my ass with that serious stock. Oh, here's a schmuck that bought serious stock. So let's not have a lemon party. Yeah, let's not.
No. Oh, that was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. I've seen a lot, but that was right up there. That was bad. The best. This is good. Here, maybe let's go from bad to good. This is one of the best emails I've gotten. Short, sweet, to the point. It says the best way to look at the Sirius and XM merger is if a rock doesn't float, what what good is it to tie another rock to it? They'll just sink twice as fast. How do you like that? Yep. Good pert. Excellent point. Well said. Well phrased. Nothing in the uh, view. Nothing in there. 318 votes on the poll. Let's see. 318 and 918 is 1236. If uh, Chris was here, they would have had 1300, but we won't make it. Because we got Flea here. Flea, who's very downcast and despondent. He finally realizes, it took him a little while, he realizes where he is and what it's all about. I would think after 10 years with Jolly Joe, you'd uh, already know. No, this place is uh, definitely different. In what in what sense? In a radio sense? In other words, it's not radio. Let me say it again. In other words, it's not radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, we finally squeezed it out of him like a zit. So anyway, uh, Charlie B. had an interesting thing, which I saved all the way through till now, now that we're out of emails. Boy, I'll tell you, the email thing to me is just bitterly disappointing. Bitterly. Not just ordinary disappointing. Bitterly disappointing. The dearth of anything on there. Dearth. The beginning, you would, you would have thought that that was the, great, the greatest thing since sliced halava, man. You would have thought it was oh, yeah. phenomenal. I'm going to go give me a good lunch today. What do I want? Well, here's a couple of them. Mike says, I don't think you need any of those procedures listed on today's poll. By the way, do you want to stop by the stadium at sunrise and spackle my divot face with your... Oh, God, I can't read that. It's from the fake Wayne. Here's one from... Uh, oh, Jason, 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 not this Jason. Has anyone noticed that since the economy's been in the dumper, the customer service has improved dramatically in retail outlets? I was at Home Depot, drove through Wendy's this morning, and their employees were so friendly. I got a bunch of have good days, and can I help you with anything? I guess during the current economic employees, uh, people are holding on to their jobs tightly, and the companies are actually training their staffs. A few notes. One, Tick sucks. He does not belong anywhere near a microphone. Two, Howard Stern sucks. Three, it's Friday, you bastard. And four, Willie Nelson for the poll. Oh, this is Jason who's obsessed with Willie Nelson. Oh, God almighty. And here's one from another Jason who says, Your, your hatred for Stern is sickening. I'm becoming violently ill listening to this. My hatred for Stern. Did you de detect any hatred? No, my hatred meter did not Please go all that Please tone down your jealousy toward the Babe Ruth of Radio Howard Stern while you're doing your show and spewing your hate. Howard's probably in his mansion with his, la his model girlfriend while wiping his uh, sweat with his millions. Well, good for him. My hate toward Howard. See, this, this is the, the insecurity of the Howard fans. It's all, we've always talked about that. If you have the audacity to criticize their hero, then all of a sudden they take it personally. Oh, my God, you're insulting the king of all media. Oh, I can't believe it. Well, I never met him. Why would I hate him? And he needs to let the hair go, seriously. Now, see, that's Flea taking a personal shot. Next, you're going to be talking about his big schnoz. <gasps> no, that's cool. But his hair, he's like 60, and it's still jet black and curly and long. And come on. Yeah. You're just jealous. A little bit. How do you know it's curly and long? Oh, the hair? So anyway, Charlie B. puts this thing together. The Neil Rogers 4-Hour All-Star Radio Cavalcade of Email f uh, Fakers, Frauds, and Phonies. 
the king of South Florida radio. For my money's worth, can you lend me 50 bucks? Says the counterfeit Larry King. The best entertainment in local radio proclaims the fake Tom Jicka of the phony baloney Sun Sentinel. Blanking blank hole sputters the uh, pretend President Bush. The GD queer, there he goes again, mutters the bogus Jeb Bush. And on and on. We haven't had uh, too many uh, good fake emails today. That's bad. Yesterday was sensational. And I even said to you, I thought it was a heck of a show. And you said, eh, eh, with the fake Greg Budell and the fake. We never heard once from the great uh, fake Sonny Fox today. Maybe he's upset that the um, informer has informed. Maybe it's Ron Hersey from Hershey Highway. Wasn't he always obsessed with this show? He was. Ron Hersey, man, is that a talent? No. He, he's like one step away from footy, and guess what? They both got canned. What, what's Ron Hershey doing now? Do we know? Is he on the air somewhere? I haven't heard. If he is, the entire world is asking in unison one question. Why? That's a good question. People, a good poll question. People who are, have, are on the air or have been on the air in this market who never should have been even in front of a microphone, like Flea. Isn't that what the guy just said about you? Mm-hmm. Hates you like poison. Let's see. Mr. Radio and Larry should hold hands and jump off a cliff, says Ed. And Ed thought that that was so important. Oh, I see. January 20th, we'll be coming out of the closet for Condoleezza, he says. One after the other. Keep them coming, Ed. Oh, Mr. Radio is back. Add Geldy to the list of people who don't belong on the air. Suck. See, he's just coming to my rescue now because Geldy was ripping me. Guess what, Geldy? With my 50% pay cut, let's take, let's take your... Fill in work at a QAM. Let's take your work on Panther or TV as such as it is with, uh, with the Panther games and add all that together. Now, do you think Geldy is in the high income bracket uh, league in the business? No. And he's sitting there. I mean, talk about the pot calling the kettle black. At least I admit Stern's making 50 million a year and we're all like uh, just our tongues are hanging to our toes for money like that. Hey, he's an inspiration. He is? Howard, yeah. I thought you meant Geldy. Oh, no, no. The Squeakmeister. Sour grapes, Geldy, okay? Just because of the fact that I'm the one that I've always had the balls to say you never belonged on the air and you don't belong on the air. With a voice like that? Holy cow. Oh, the Panthers. The Panthers scored a goal. The Panthers. And, of course, that Denise Potvin never shuts up long enough to let him squeak anything anyway. Talk Do you really want to know where Ron Hersey is? Yeah. Okay, currently the creative director slash senior copywriter for News Talk 850 WFTL. Oh! Oh! I'm never going to be the same again. Oh! Wow. Well, that no. speaks volumes. What, what are the titles again? He's the uh, ass he is writer. He's the creative director slash senior copywriter for News Talk 850 WFTL. Copywriter. At least they got a copywriter. Another one of those James Crystal stations that Norma Kant specializes in. Norma sent me a uh, text message. Oh, and whatever happened to the text message thing that they were going to do for us? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like they're doing over on Power and getting 80 million texts a week and stuff like that. Whatever happened to that, Flea? It costs $1,600 a month to do it, and they don't want to pay for it. There you go. And they couldn't sell it? Apparently not. That's less than 400 bucks a week. And they couldn't sell it to somebody? I think they've tried. They sold it for Power 96, that's for damn sure. What do you think of Henry Paulson's flip-flopping on the bailout, asks Eric. I don't. I don't think about it. I see him. I see that bald-headed geek. 
Howard Sperm laughed my ass off. That was funny. It says, Neil, do you run any instant messages on your computer while you're on the air? People could instant message you. Uh, it might be faster than email sometime. No, no thanks. No thanks. Oh, yeah, let's all I am Neil now. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. I am. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. The biggest names. The best talents. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. Hey, it's Howard. Howard Sperm. 560 WQAM presents Jeff DeFraudist. And the QAM phone crew, and uh, like that. Well, it uh, seems uh, we're going to have to try something a little different here today, since I uh, no longer have the luxury uh, of leaving my home. So uh, what we decided to do was invite all three of our listening audience to the plushly apparented WQAM studios and have them call us here. Yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, we have uh, quite a show in store for you, including the sheer hilarity of another Ron Hoshi comedy bit. Oh, I'm sure you're going to love it. Can you tell me where the bathroom is, Sure, it's uh, past the uh, first bedroom on your right. Thank you, Defoe. That's why everybody loves you. Can I have more coffee, Defoe? Huh? Sure, there you are. All right, uh, let's go to our first call. Richie from Boar's Head. Hello. It's me. Oh, uh, hi, Defoe. How you guys doing uh, back at the studio? Uh, you know that fat guy that works here? Oh, yeah. It's a uh, high boy. Yeah, I, I guess he got stuck in the men's room stall. Again? Uh, the place looks like ground zero. Thank you for my Man. call. Okay, <laughs> let's get back to the sanctity of sports radio. Mark the Jets fan. Hello. Hey, Defoe. Hiya, Pally. Hey, you dolphins suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, dolphins I suck. hope you Jet fans die. Lighten up, Defoe. Just because Paulie said you can't go back there. Now, let's not get into that. Okay, sure. is everybody ready for yet you know another hilarious Ron Hoishy comical comedy bit? Yeah. <laughs> I am the voice of someone with a set of... And I am the voice of someone with a punchline. Hello, voice with set up line. Yes, I have something funny to say about a sports-related topic. You don't say yes. And speaking of Tom Kennedy, ha ha, Coach Coker, ha ha. That is a funny name, like Coca-Cola. Ha ha, yes it is. The end. Uh, all right, it's time to give some tickets away to an anonymous caller. Uh, guy with the eyes, hello. What's up, Kenny? I got a new wife beater shirt today. We have a winner. I want it, I want I it, I tell you I what, Kenny, uh, why don't you do yeah, one of your great Elvis impersonations and uh, close the show today, huh? Wise man say. Sports, 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 sports. All right, 133, I haven't played that in a long time. Indeed. Have we? No, we have not. You play it? I don't. What about Flea? Do you play it on your show, Flea? All the time. Here's Madeline says, why don't you like Howard Stern? Oh, God. Why are you talking bad about Stern? Why He's mentioned you? you before on his show and seems even complimented you. My only guess is you might have an infatuation, and knowing you can never get that's Howard it. is driving you nuts. Yeah, that's it. It's the schnoz. I want it deep in my... Rectum. Oh, yeah. You're a crazy person, Madeline. Crazy. But see, that's what it's at. It's it's not a show. It's like a religion. Right. Like a disease. 
You don't dare criticize Howard. And why uh, do you hate him so much? Did I say anything about him personally, or I hate him, or I wish he would croak, or anything like that? I don't think so. But all you little children there, get on that uh, message board and ba 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 ba. Oh, that uh, fat faggot in Miami said ba 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 ba. Like that, whatever. Larry says, "How can QAM make money on the hurricanes and not anything else?" Thursday they were on the radio from 2 p.m. till midnight. I think till one in the morning. Larry, maybe he went to bed. The Hurricanes are a small market school that can't fill a stadium, a small basketball court, or even a small baseball stadium. Only one half of one percent can afford to go to that school with an enrollment less than 5,000 students. Joe Bell must be a marketing genius. Now you're catching on, Larry. Since he's destroyed, uh, QAM, your show is the only one I listen to. Thanks, Larry. Thank you, Larry. Thanks for sticking with us, even against the odds. Here's one from... Uh, excuse me, the fake Sonny Fox. Oh, fake Sonny Fox number two says Mr. Radio is a D-bag. We can't say douche. We can say douche by itself, but we can't. Right. Can't say bag. Michael in West Palm says, don't know if you've heard Mad Dog on the subject, but he's been doing a great job on what a joke to Marlin Stadium is. Well, it's a good thing the election is over with, I'll tell you that. Get Mad Dog off that right-wing jag of his, you know? That jag. He's got a jag? With... Jaguar? Bag. Um, basically turning a billion dollars over with no oversight. He has uh, talked about negative stories raised in the Wall Street Journal on the stadium, has noted the same stories don't appear in the Herald. Wonder why. One of the things he's noted is they claim the parking garage will be revenue neutral when their own internal study show will lose a million a year. From a listener in West Palm. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, another white elephant. Oh, we got to have a stadium for the Marlins. The Marlins. 344 votes on the poll. What cosmetic procedure should Neil get? None. Neil is perfect, 127. Anal bleaching, 59. Penis enlargement, 40. Stomach stapling, 33. Hair transplant, 24. A mexectomy, 22. Basic facelift, 14. Radial keratotomy, 9. Lip enlargement, 5. Nose job, 5. Droopy eye lift, 4. And chest hair removal, solamente dos. Oh, I got to do a spot. Oops. Hope I faked the flea out. Yep. Hope, one of his, hope one of his wings fell off. Please don't Did have it work? wings. No. No? Is he in there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. 23 till 2 at QA. <laughs> it's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. On a bloody glove. Glove. Like you fairy, and I suspected something funny when I saw Spotter's blood. Then I jumped over the wall and I knocked on Cato's door. He told me about some thumps he heard, so I looked around some more. And I suspected something funny when I found a bloody glove, a bloody glove, but I didn't tell Cato. And I believe it's first degree murder he's guilty of. It's because of a bloody glove. Oh, 
142, 1802 at 560 WQAM. Happy Friday to you. Here's another one from the fake Greg Bedell, a.k.a. Sonny Fox. Subject, yeah. dummy up. Neil, the head honchos are listening to your show today. Talking down on Howard's not a good idea today. Well, too bad, fake Greg. As far as the talking heads are, are the, uh, whatever the hell they are, the talking heads? What about the head bed? honchos are concerned? Maybe they ought to go out and pay some bills, okay? Maybe they ought to go up on the street corner and take up a collection so they can pay the billions of dollars in debt, Sirius XM. Not millions with an M, billions with a B, as in Bastardo. Maria Bartiromo, the fake one, of course, says, Hello, Neil, I'm getting ready to shoot the closing bell at 3 p.m., and someone told me how you're talking bad about the markets. Mr. Rogers, I'd like to inform you that this is a buying opportunity of a lifetime. Started barking at the audience to buy when the market was at 14000 and then at 13000 and then at 12000 and now I'm screaming to buy at 8000 Sir, you can sit back and spew your hatred for the free market, but let me tell you, capitalism always wins. It's the best path to prosperity. Sincerely, Maria Bartiromo, with or without the heavy bags under her eyes. Woo! Wow, what a bitch. Now, let's take a look at the uh, gambling channel. Power up up uh, with your lunch. The Dow's down 214, 86.20. The Dow hasn't had consecutive weekly gains since May. Since May. A, a noise downstairs at 2 a.m. Uh, it's the right thing to do immediately, but in, until help arrives, you're, you're really in a bad situation. And that's really where we are right now. And the fact that Mr. Paulson completely threw the cards in the air earlier this week and, and essentially undid what we were expecting out of the tarp, I, I think that as far as fixed income markets are concerned, that is really throwing them for a loop. I don't see how they unfreeze, uh, say, before the okay. end of the month. Mark, uh, weigh in on all of this. How do you like that? That Hank Paulson, he said, well, you know, we lost the election, so let's give it to some of our other friends. Let's take all that money. And give it to our friends. Down, Dow 232. I want to see how the loony's doing. Maybe the loony will get down to about 60 cent. Wouldn't that be great for me? Mm -hmm. 81.64. That's not bad. Still a little bit too high. The euro is 127.27. 77. WBC? Oh, just a second. I'll find it. All right. WABC! I mean, I'm, not, I'm old and feeble, but not that old or feeble. Well, actually, I am. So what do you think? Do we like Howard or what? I don't want to get all those people all upset. Oh, jeez, he's picking on Howard. Why don't you like it? I don't like his show. It's not personal. To me, it's like the sports thing. Uh, more power to you. Go. I'm not going to be yeah, in your right. way. That's I'm not right. going to be standing in line. Right Just, to the uh, Screw your brains yeah. out. Have a good time. Right. I don't begrudge anybody in this business anything because it's a whore business, man. It's an awful, brutal business. And, of course, Howard, uh, he experienced some of the same crap that I've had to put up with the last 20 years, the difference being that they, you know, ponied up huge money, and they put him on Sirius, and uh, they, they let him say whatever the hell he wants. And by the way, the, the day that I was forced to listen in the car driving up here, the thing that shocked me the most is that the language wasn't anywhere near what I thought it was going to be. In other words, you know, there were a few F-bombs and a few SHs, but not all that much. Now, why is that? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. You, you know me, the potty mouth that I am. You think mm -hmm. that if I had the opportunity to be on here and say any damn effing thing that I wanted, right. that I wouldn't do it? I'd be I'd be spewing it. I now. imagine it would sound a lot like uh, how we talked before the show. Right, that's it's right. Very normal, natural. There's nothing gratuitous about right. it, but uh, that's but it's correct. There. Well, like normal I, I people. Think... Oh, I don't know any of those. 360 votes on the poll. Let's hear it for Flea. If he weren't here today, we couldn't have, we wouldn't have done squat. We got 1278. Well, if you'd have pushed it, Flea, we could have made 1300. Then then you'd have been a hero. Well. 
as opposed to just a schlub. But Flea's got bigger things on his plate. He's thinking of telling them to shove it. Isn't that what you said? Something like that. You're thinking of telling them to stick it where the moon don't shine, and you've had enough of Joe Bell and this horseball make-believe radio station, the make-believe balls room? The fake John McCain says Howard Stern used to be absolutely hysterical. When he left terrestrial radio, only the true diehard fans were willing to pay to listen. I have enough bills to pay. Neil Rogers is free. The economy is no longer fundamentally sound, says the fake John McCain. How do you manage to keep a show together with a total lack of support from WQM? That's the $64 question, John. How do you manage to keep a show together with a total lack of support from WQM? Even that little quizzling flea who licks Joe Bell's tushy all the time, even flea admits that we're the black hole on this station. Sales, promotion, uh-uh, not for that old fat faggot. Laconic, angry, bitter George along with a studio full of sophomoric talentless misfits. How do you do it, Neil? You're handed a smelly, empty bag of air, and you turn it into a four-hour entertaining radio show, signed the fake John McCain. This was entertaining today. This was excruciating for me. See, I, I, I know that it's hard for them to understand, but I actually believe that when you, when you have the opportunity to go on the air and say anything other than slander or, you know, language that is prohibited, but you can say anything you want about anything, that it's a real rare opportunity. The same with the email. Totally anonymous. Totally fun. And like uh, we beg, oh, please, please, you know, like that. Yeah. And that's because we're on the air in South Florida, the land of the walking dead. Walking, talking dead. Walking, mumbling dead. That's why George is big in the summertime. They like mumbling. <laughs> that's right. They like that. They like it a lot. They like roller skating, mumbling, and smoking dope. Who doesn't? Like the weed lady. I got to hear her one time. And the people that call in, they're just like them, like that they were on the, uh, what do you call it, the weeds, and they're high, and they're, I mean, it's terrible. For years that I've been look at, listening to 610, now and, this. and this here. And this here, yeah. Now this here. Poor old lady. I bet you she's pushing up daisies now, huh? Just like that old goat that called earlier today, you know, that called twice yesterday, mm -hmm. whatever the hell it was. What was wrong with what that guy said in the email? What do you got? Oh. Yeah, that old guy. Guy's older than Methuselah. Where's you out? WQAM, hello. No, it doesn't wear me out. I actually enjoy him. Does it wear you out? No, maybe not that he's still, Maybe if he's still alive, he'll call back. What wears you out? I can't say. No, seriously, what what wears you out? Oh, the uh, the the well, the fake emails are starting to wear me out. Oh yeah, and the chronic, the real super chronic, like Gyro twenty six. He did send a good poll, but oh my god, here's Mike who's becoming really chronic. This message might meet you in utmost surprise. However, is this my urgent need for a foreign partner that made me contact you for this transaction? I choose to reach you through it because it still remains the fastest medium of communication. This correspondence is private. I'm a banker by profession from the U.S., currently working on CNBC. Please send me $25 million so I can invest it in the always reliable U.S. stock market. Signed, the real Jim Cramer. <laughs> Keep working on it, Mike. Oh, Mr. Radio's back. Howard has beat you hands down when it comes to interviews. He has you beat. You couldn't interview the, do an interview these days with Tom Brady if Matt K... If, what? You couldn't do an interview these days if Tom Brady and Matt Castle were offered. You did okay on WNWS when you had your regular guests. I did okay. How do you like that? 
Like, I'm in, in, interested in interviewing a bunch of stupid-ass celebrities. See, the first part of the problem, Mr. Radio, is I don't care about those people. Celebrities bore me to tears. You could do an interview. And so Mr. Radio, who's been sucking ass all day, now all of a sudden has to go through a gratuitous shot just before the end of the show and the end of the week, just to be a bastard. How do you like that? I think I'm going to crawl off in a corner and cry. 14 degrees, it's 58, but boy, it's murky, it's nasty looking. And we're going to have like some flurries over the weekend and crap. Oh. Huh. It's almost enough to make me want to come down there for the wintertime. What do you think? Not. Oh, I know. You couldn't do an interview these days if Tom Brady and Matt Castle, and by the way, I like the way you spelled Matt Castle, like Royal Castle. You idiot, Mr. Radio. You illiterate, Mr. Radio. Maybe it's not even the real one. That's right. I've crossed into very dangerous territory. Now, I've I'm in murky waters because I had the audacity to criticize the anointed one, the king of all media. You're not supposed to do that. I mean, you know, I've taken a few good no, shots that. over the years, but I mean, to go in, to go into it at length like I did today and say that I think his show basically sucks. Well, it's like criticizing Jesus. That's right. You don't criticize the baby Jesus without getting the wrath of God. Well, how about getting the wrath of... Oh, God! Yeah, that's right. I'll come and tear your house down. I'll stand outside and blow you over. In fact, then I'm going to bring the Lemon Drop Twins. That, that was the grossest damn thing I have seen in a long, long time. And believe me, I've seen plenty of gross crap. That was disturbing. Disturbing is a good word for it. Leave it to Flea to come through for us at the SN after Mr. Radio dissed me at the end of the show. Shame on you. Here's the mole with a pole. If the Neil Rogers show was a reality show, who would you vote off? Neil, George, Chris, Josh Cordes, Flea, Joe Bell, the callers or the emailers? Yeah, that's not too bad. Reality show. That's that's another thing that just drives me nuts. All these scripted. And you know who all really is driving me nuts is that damn Gene Simmons. Is he? Yeah. Um, he's a uh, what? What you call it? Wannabe. What do you call Ozzie, it? Uh, he's an Aussie. I want to. Oh, I didn't even know what? that show was on anymore. What? His show. Who Ozzy? The Gene show. Oh, the Gene Simmons. Oh yeah. He's an Ozzy Osbourne wannabe. All these people want to be on there and acting like real morons. And the show, it's just, uh, it, it's crap is what it is. Oh, how dare you? His name. No, you really went nuts. Out. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. Hello? Sports Leader? There you go. Okay. It's day in Miami town at 560 WQAM. Scared you. A lot. Mr. Radio says, have a nice weekend. Yeah, and I wrote him back, get a life. Loser. Schmuck. Let's abuse some more prisoners. Make them scream nice and loud. Get me some wires and a battery pack. Do, 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 do. I don't care if they ain't from my rack. Should be used, used, used to the torture. Cause we're just playing their game in the